boy. He's a good boy, that kid. Ah, uh, that's exciting. That's exciting. Yeah, I yeah. like uh, that we're going to have a new t- team member soon. Mm. Mm. Secret team member. Oh, sure, sure. Secret team member. <laughs> we just had, for everybody watching, we just had a team meeting with a new hostile athlete. You guys are free to welcome welcome to guess in the comment section. Um, should we give him a prize? Oh, James. 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 I've tried. I've tried. I tried just turn up so many times. <laughs> we go beyond. We, we transcend. James, I am gonna <laughs> fucking get you to join Team Hostile before you retire, even if it's for yeah, one day. The problem is, time, but time yeah. Yeah. Who, who, did, who did that? Who did? That? <laughs> oh fuck yeah! What dude. What'd you say, James? I'll say by the time you sign me, I'll be in a pair of these. You'd be like, "That's okay." I'll sign you as anymore. I'll sign you as the inline skate guy for hostile. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, start ride, I'll start riding BMX again. We'll collab. Yeah, we'll just and yeah. Ben will be yeah. cycling, and I'll be running. We won't even be a yeah. bodybuilding brand anymore. Speaking of cycling, I, I what's going on, this, Ben? You, uh... Before we start, yeah, I was looking at a, a, a skate podcast earlier that I listened to, and on their Instagram page, they are actually now doing supplements for skaters because of their joints and stuff. So oh, it wow. might be a. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. I don't like think I don't think they, you know, to, yeah turmeric fish oils. Yeah. I always think they about, need, if I knew anything about nutrition when I was riding BMX, I could have done a lot better. Yeah, I don't yeah. know though. Maybe sometimes you know, that maybe you know that, Adivar, so Wait a minute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be to be honest though, isn't part of the allure of the X Games kind of people that it's completely reckless and free? Oh yeah, for sure. But right. I think that you know I didn't have to have diarrhea all the time because I was eating Taco Bell. You know. <laughs> Like, I think I, I could have been I could have been a little bit better from like a digestive stand, standpoint. Did you eat a lot of Taco Bell? Mm. No, not really. I mean, I, I I ate decent food, but I didn't understand anything about like, hey, I'm gonna be at the fucking I'm gonna be riding all day. Let's maybe get some good carbohydrates in me and yeah. hydration. You know, yeah, yeah. you should just have a can of Coke and go, and that was it. Yeah, exactly. You so know, who is the powerlifter that was like there was a. There was a powerlifter that used to be signed with Iron Rebel. I think it was Darren something or Daryl. I can't remember. The guy used to. The guy used to drink a beer. Yeah, beer in between squatting. The guy would oh, squat in his. Name? The guy would squat in his garage. He was like he had like a. I think he was like one of the record holders or something like that. He would. Yeah, squat yeah, his, he's an animal. Yeah, he yeah. squat in his garage barefoot. He didn't know anything about nutrition, and he would literally like drink a beer and then go squat. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I don't good know, life. Sometimes you wonder, like, ignorance Maybe. is bliss. Maybe there's something to that flippid nature that allows you to be a little better. That's what I mean about the mm-hmm. X game shit. Maybe the fact that you didn't care mm-hmm. made you better. Yeah, for sure. I can see that. James, you're skating again. Are we supposed to be worried? I'm not skating again. I haven't. I've just taken for a test drive. I'll have you know. <laughs> test drive. <laughs> yeah, literally test drive the other day. That was the only bit of skating I did just to see how fast they felt. And they were fast. Is that what you're they feeling for when you're feeling a te- feeling out of skate? Is that like how fast the wheels go? Or what do you feel? No, about? not normally. Not normally. Not normally. But I was it? very surprised because basically, very simply put, the bearings in these are a lot faster than the ones I used to skate on. So I was blown away. I was like, shit, fucking hell, this is fast. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. it's because you're heavier. So it's take it going, you're going faster. There's a bit of both. Once you've got this, you know, the velocity, the weight behind the speed. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you coast but I tell you, different. even that 30 seconds of skating there, it was like a breath of fucking fresh air, man. Really? Yeah. It didn't hurt your really ankles at all? Feeling. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Huh. Justin, I noticed you're a little racist towards Mexicans. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> 
just straight in there, just straight boom. There was no, I thought of it. There I'm was like, no transition. Because <laughs> I just, I just went back to what he said. I'm like, what's with the Taco Bell? Like, you just, you don't, you don't even talk. You just decide oh, to like. I didn't even, I didn't even. Yeah, Taco Bell and diarrhea. That's the reference. Run synonymously with Mexicans. <laughs> Fucking Mexicans. <laughs> the Mexican. I, do one, I do one fucking Mexican accent on here. And that's it. You're, nah, you're, I've yeah. never had Taco Bell. You've never really? had Taco Bell? No, they, haven't, they never used to have them here, but now they have them here and I still haven't tried it. I have a they feeling. in England. Yeah. I have a oh, feeling James wouldn't like it. Why me? Not like food. Are you fucking mad. Nah, but you Taco Bell's it. a little mushy and like, I don't know. I don't see you being a Taco Bell liker. Okay. I love tacos. I'm not a taco guy, period. I don't like tacos. So. What, about you know tacos? What, about, what about burritos, though? That's not a taco. No, but when you go to Taco Bell, like you I literally guess. change the whole food. No, on, but you know? Taco Bell. Like, <laughs> yeah. When, yeah, but when what I about burgers? Taco- no, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no. When you go to Taco what? Bell, I order all the burritos because it's that's. I've never look to me. I've never walked into a Taco Bell, so I don't know what's on the menu other than tacos. I, I assume I assume they fucking sell tacos, so. I've had browsed the menu on Deliveroo. They sell more burritos than tacos. <laughs> so it should be burrito bell. Really? Well, that tells you that no one fucking likes tacos then. Not really. I, they go for burritos. Oh, I like tacos. Justin, do you like burritos more or tacos more? Probably burritos. Well, yeah. I don't know. Like a proper like Mexican street taco is is very good. But everybody loves it. should be called burrito, burrito bell. Yeah. We should should be. Burrito it does bell not, that does not have a ring to it at all. <laughs> well, only because you're so used to hearing Taco Bell. If you heard Burrito Bell, they could burrito call it Bell. <laughs> and then we got BB Double then, B. Yeah. yeah. I only think of Taco Bell because of uh, uh, Demolition Man. Yes. Yeah. Great fucking movie. Survived the food chain wars. Don't you remember in the film they said there was a food that. chain wars? No. Yes, yeah, so in the film they're saying there was a food chain war between all like pizza and everyone. The only one that survived was Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Every restaurant's a Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting fact. I could- McDonald's would win. Let's be honest. Oh, McDonald's it would. Yeah. Win. McDonald's would win. Yeah. If I, had a I, I didn't get McDonald's, McDonald's the other day. I know you didn't. You got all this food and you got fucking sushi and everything. And you didn't get McDonald's. And you said you were going to eat my order. I know. I just. Oh, I James know, I sushi. Just, but that's really funny that you say that. Fuad. I was actually trying to think of like some YouTube content. And I was thinking about maybe doing the Haas order <laughs> from McDonald's. <laughs> Do it. Like I might. I maybe I'll to. call you in the drive-thru and you can yeah. tell me what to order. I'll order for you. Yep. Yeah. And then I'll film myself picking out and see if I can eat it all. It's not that much. It really it's is. Good. No, it was a good menu. It was a good. It was a selection. It's a nice spread. But the only thing we don't have the, the the poutine. It's a good spread, but not for like a challenge. You know, it's like it's a lot of food, but it's not like a challenge. Yeah, I'm not really a big eater. I mean, for you, it's not a challenge. For me, it might be. For me, it's comfortable. It's like a comfortable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> What what did, what did James? I didn't see what you had, James. We through it. No, I wrecked. Do you know what is? I wrecked myself with my Nando's. I had a massive yeah, Nando's. I saw that, and then. I had to let that digest. And by the time it was like digesting, I was like, I don't fancy eating more chips. So I went for like a nice sushi box, a really good one, 16 piece, but they were fucking humongous. Yeah. Uh, and a Ben and Jerry's. So that was, that was because I just couldn't do any more chips. I was just like, I can't eat no ben more and, chips. Ben and Jerry's just is always a consistent. Listen, so good. Yeah, for, sure, for sure you had diarrhea the next day. No, for sure. it doesn't even affect me. But you, eat, my life. you eat raw fish and then ice cream afterwards. <laughs> Yannicka, did I have diarrhea? No direct. I'll check. She, she would know. <laughs> she checks. She's, she's in for every moment. She would smell it. She would smell so, it. For, for that, for that assumes that everybody shits their pants whenever they eat. Something that's not I'm thinking, thinking about the combination: raw fish and fucking it's ice cream. Not a great. Didn't you have some Indian food that day as well? No, he had no. That was the last one. 
I watched that video, by the way. I was look that that's that's how that you was eat. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys keep Indian going on about Indian food. I gotta I gotta have it. Yeah. Uh, you're you're outnumbered three to one. Three it's three to one here. I didn't it's say it's got bad. the most flavor, man. It. It's just got the most flavor. Mm-hmm. James, are you gonna be there, uh, for... <laughs> so, uh, like, I'm gonna be in shape. It's a nice I'm nipple. But you know what happens when you pig out this much and make it make it public, right? I don't give a fuck. I'm just saying, you know the backlash, right? Like if you're not, all the videos like, like, oh, he's not going to be ready. Nick Cavilli, like <laughs> putting a video would be 30 days out, and I'm actually six weeks out. I was like, I had to go into the chat and just like go. I did title the video August the 14th. Like mm. this was six weeks out. I'm like, not chill. talking about. I'm not talking about that video. I'm no, but saying. that's why I'm. You know, there was I a, get that because people. There like, was a oh, certain video fun. that recapped our discussions about you doing your refeed, and this person was mocking what you were doing. And me and Fuad in the background are going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, people can mock. People can mock, but they'll see in a few weeks, I ain't going to look shit. If I don't win, I don't win. That's my fault, but I'm there's, not going to look yeah, like you know shit. Why there's, you know why there's no reason to mock? There are a fucking million ways to get shredded. For sure. Even on this podcast alone, there's already yeah. like, like Ian, Ian is like the no cheat at all, go all the way through, and he gets ready. I've done the pig out all fucking day once a week and I've gotten ready. Like there are in betweens where like, you just read on clean food and those people get ready. So it's like, uh, yeah, I'll say this. I just had this, I just had this conversation with Denise before I came on here. I don't know how it came up, but I was talking about, I coach all of my clients individually. None of them are on the same, like it's all dependent. I don't like I play with stuff. I'm like, ah, that doesn't look right. Let's try doing this. Let's try doing that. Yeah. Or if it's working, I leave it alone. But some people are getting like crazy refeeds. Other people don't get a buckle. Some people get a little bit like clean refeeds. Some people get just giant. It doesn't fucking, I don't care. Different for about, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. None of my guys have the same setup at all. Yeah. Guys, I was 275 this morning, like skinny as fuck. Let me see. You got a picture on your like, phone? I, I can't even get the one sec. It's, it's still not. Wait, okay, come in, come in. Look how skinny I look. Yeah, you do. Time to repeat, buddy. Very skinny. The Crocs look good, though. 275, and I look like a stick in the morning. So, of course, I've got to fucking eat. But, okay, this is, can I, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a minute. This is the issue. When people say, why, do you, why don't you coach yourself? This is the one issue I worry about. Sometimes when you think, like, for example, James, you're like, I look skinny, and you start refeeding too often. Oh, because, I've read for you. No, no, I'm just I'm not saying you're doing this. I'm just saying this is what I worry about. Like personally, this is what I always worried about why I had a coach. When I'm four weeks out or less to the show, the way I see myself is not oh. always rational or accurate compared to somebody else. So I could be oh, like, yeah. oh, I feel stringy. I need a refeed. And then next thing you know, it's like a week out from the show and I'm not in shape. Or I could be okay. uh, oh, I'm too full. I need to fucking eat less. And then next thing you know, I show up yeah. at the show fucking stringy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's usually oh, the opposite for me where I look at myself and I think I'm fat. That's how I am. And then I look at it fucking a few months after the show. I'm like, how the fuck did I think I was fat looking at these yeah. pictures? Yeah. 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 So that's my the- thing. So what I'm doing, like, so for example, obviously this morning I was 275. Yeah. I still know there's a few more pounds I like to go down before I refeed. Yeah. So I'll get down to like 270 to 272. Yeah. And then how do you, so, that's just how do you plan on, how do you plan on uh, refilling for the show? Don't know. Yeah. I haven't really come up with a plan. Wait a <laughs> second. Before we, before we go that far, I want to ask, um, so you have, so even though you feel like you look skinny today, 
you still have a targeted weight that you want to get to before you yeah, compete. Yeah, because there's still fat. To, so you have to, I need to spend a, race, a certain amount of the time yeah. focusing on the fat loss. Yes. But I can't stay there for too long because that's the issue that I've had prior. Mm-hmm. So it's just how long do I stay in that? How long? You have to go flat, but how yeah. long for? Yeah. yeah. So I've always, Ben, you correct me if I'm wrong here, but I've always felt like you burn more fat when you're flat. Yes. But, but if you're flat I for too like long, then it's hard to refill. There, there, there's a balance, right? So it's like yeah. right in the middle, you have full and you have flat and you have to be in this mm-hmm. portion really, relatively speaking. Yeah. Um, and if you're too far, then you're fucked. Like then yeah. you're, you're chewing up muscle tissue. And I think James always, uh, to me, it's a timing issue. So when James is in like a, an extended fat loss, like he gets ready pretty quick, but then once he gets there, then it's almost too late to try and pull it back and yeah. catch it up. Right. That's all, that my perception. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, so James always looks phenomenal, even like four or five years ago, five, six weeks out, everyone's like, Oh, James look crazy. So for me, for me, if people were saying, Oh, he's a little behind, I'm looking at that going good, fucking yeah. golden. Because he can yeah. get it well, off. Like compared, I, and I mean, I mean, James is behind compared to how he normally looks. Right. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. to me, those last three weeks, I get nervous for James. Like, ah, he's gonna wither away. He's gonna fucking just fall off the cliff. That's, that's what I always exactly, see from him. Yeah, that's exactly why I'm doing everything how I am because, based off previous, like yeah. you say, I get to a point where Flex messaged me years ago. Mm-hmm. He went, "Whatever you're doing now, stay on that trajectory." And then I remember a few weeks later, fucked it, and it happened a few times. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time where I'm like, I'm actually purposely blocking myself for being in that state for too long. Yeah, just yeah. to see, and you know, if it listen, if it works, it it works. If it don't, I'm having a fucking good time, and I'm enjoying it, and I'm learning. That's the um, way I look at it. So, you know, can I just explain? I just want to explain to people watching, in case they don't know, kind of what you're doing when we talk about full yeah. and not full. And we talk about full. I know this is a little bit in the weeds, and you guys already know the shit. I'm kind of talking to people that don't really know bodybuilding. When we talk about full, we're talking totally about fill, filling up the muscle, right? So the muscle is like a picture, like a balloon, you're filling it with glycogen store, maxing out the muscle. And then what you're doing when you cheat is you're filling that muscle. And then let's say you do that Saturday, right? What happens is the muscle looks like this Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and now you're like kind of flat. So you're basically burning more fat, I guess I would say Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Is that kind of how you see it? I feel so. Yeah. Is that that like an accurate way to think about it? I, I like the analogy of a hybrid car where you use gasoline versus electric. Yeah. Okay. That's and then one, one, once that, once the gas is down past like 50%, yeah. the, the cut, your, your body will start going, ah, hang on, let's hold on to a bit of this. And we'll start using the more inefficient energy fuel, which is the electricity, right? Sure. So we'll start burning through the, the battery a bit more. Well, once it's still going to degrade some of the gasoline, right? But then at some point, then you refill, charge that back up and then yeah. you go again. That's so, that's where, so that's where I was getting to. So if the muscle looks like this by Friday, the reason we don't keep just depleting is because if it gets here, now you're burning into muscle mass. So James will basically bring it to here and then refill it and then do it again every week. So you're just doing this and you're every yeah, week you're basically. chipping away a, a chunk of fat. Yeah. Just, just as long as I see new detail at the end of every spin, like I'll look like hamstrings, glutes, like it, it depends where it's coming off because it comes off in its own order. But the last few weeks back and lower body is where I'm noticing changes and I'll keep an eye on that. And then if, you know, by five, six, seven days through, there are new details, like actually evident new details mm-hmm. and my weight is down, then I know I'm in a position to do that. If it's not, then I won't, I'll wait. Yeah. And this isn't, 
And just for people watching, this also isn't something that has to be over the course of a week. A lot of people do no. this in the course of three days. They'll do like a high day, a high day, a medium day, and a low day, and then they'll refill the muscle. So sometimes you can do it over the course of three days. You can do it over the course of four, five, six. It doesn't matter how you, or two weeks. And yeah, and the rate of which it happens changes weekly. Like, yeah, yeah. Initially, I had, uh, it was like an eight day gap between me doing it. Yeah. And then I did that for a couple of weeks. And then last week, I had something on the Friday. By Monday, I was back on the baseline weight and, and title. Okay, I had to eat again. But that's actually a good point I want to I want to touch on, James. I saw that you did that. I noticed it was only like two or three days, and then you refed. When So obviously, your body has sped up into the prep. So what I want to ask is, instead of adding more cheat meals, wouldn't you increase the base and still keep the cheat meal for once a week? One or the other. Whatever you want to do. As long but as you I, do one or the other, I think you're fine. Depends what you can adhere to. I feel I think once your, I think once your condition is close, right? Yeah, yeah. Then you bring up your baseline food to hold a little. When you start playing with the look, that's kind of how more. I feel it should be. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, I like, that's like the last. Yeah. Go ahead, Ben. So, uh, James, I didn't hear that. Just because I, I would once the fat is uh, the, when my body fat's at a level that I feel acceptable for a show, mm. then that's when I stabilize. Yeah. Then, okay, but then you is... bring everything back up and and find that yeah, balance. Because then I'm not concerned about fat loss. Okay. So I don't want it... those dips. This is a question, not a, not a statement. Yeah. Uh, instead of refeeding two days later, would it not help to burn more fat if you elevated the baseline just a little and moved the cheat meal out? I wouldn't know. Honestly, I wouldn't know. That's why I don't know. That's why I just do it that I've got this substantial difference between the high and the low. Yeah. Um, just so that I know that the days I'm on the low, I can really feel it happening. Yeah. Just for, it's, I suppose it's just because but in here, those low days I can feel. But that's what I'm asking. Is like more, more of those low days. Obviously, not too many. But wouldn't more of those low days, low days, sharpen you up a little faster? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so you're still yeah, so you're kind of, again, yeah, again, it's, it's because of Ben saying my previous showings and my experience with my body. One thing I've I, I'm so so aware of is once it gets going, it gets going, and I can't control it. So it's so fucking hard. Go ahead, Ben. Sorry, yeah. we were interrupting. Sorry, Ben. No, I was going to say do that with, with clients like I'll give them a refeed it might be four days apart then the next week it might be three days apart the next week it might be seven days sometimes it's situational based on what they're training maybe if the athlete is traveling or doing something maybe out of the ordinary and it's okay let's have let's have a high day because I know you're out your output is going to be a lot higher this weekend because you're working the next one there's there's other factors that go in, into play as well so what you're saying hey to, would it not be better just to bump up that baseline or and then extend out the refeeds again they might be going you, you could give them another day, but they're about the next tomorrow might be like a heavy quad day. And so you're like, ah, oh, hang on, let's fucking yeah, yeah. like, let's not even, let's not push another day. Let's eat now because tomorrow's a heavy leg day and we want that. So you have to look at the whole picture as well. And I, sure. James obviously knows exactly what's going on in his schedule. So yeah, yeah. he can make those calls himself. Yeah. I, um, I just wonder, and I, I don't think James is doing this obviously, but even if it's subconscious, I wonder if some athletes would be like, I want to get my, and okay, I shouldn't, I shouldn't lie. I used to do this. I fuck you, Justin. I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. I know well, what you're going to say as well. I know, I know Chad wanted to see this is where, especially with Chad, because Chad would give me a whole day off. So I know Chad wanted to see a certain number or a certain look by the Saturday morning before he said, mm. take the day off. So I would bust my fucking ass like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, even maybe cut down on some of my meals 
and then end up just being to get like, that number down. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> getting that refeed. God damn it. So, so he would look. <laughs> so I would send him my pictures Friday night, and then Saturday morning be like, yeah, yeah, you're empty. Fucking eat. So, <laughs> so, so I wonder would it would an athlete. I mean, I've done it, so I wonder how many other athletes you think are like, oh, I know a refeed's coming, so I better grind harder to a detriment. Yeah, loads would. Loads would. 100%. And the only reason yeah. I don't is because what even at this base level of output I'm doing now, yeah, it's still actually happening. So like yeah. Yannicka could tell you, I'm never like, oh, I hope I get something at the end of the week or in a few days. I'm literally okay. just happy to go into these low days, and then when it comes, it'll come. Okay, um, okay. I've actually had to scale back my output for training and I'm still losing that weight. Yeah, so yeah. my the amount of sets I'm doing in a, in a workout now, I've actually had to scale back for a second time just to sustain a certain level of control over this, you know, situation. I know we've talked about cardio a lot. How much car, I know you do cardio or we haven't talked about cardio a lot, but I know well, you do, you walk in the morning, but how much cardio are you doing? I just walk in the morning now, just like for like 20 minutes around the block. That's it. So you're pulling like a Dorian Yates, like just take, yeah, because I was doing 40 minutes on the bike at the beginning of my prep and that got shit going. And then two weeks ago, I changed it for a walk of only about five songs on my playlist, six songs on my playlist, and my weight was still coming down and my legs are a bit fresher. Yeah, I think one of the notes we have to make sure people understand is James is carrying 260 the amount of muscle pounds. you carry. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So James is carrying 260 pounds of muscle, so or maybe more. So any slight, <laughs> yeah well, i mean you know i'm just saying <laughs> right? i'm all basically what i'm saying is james is fucking jacked yeah. so he's gonna burn fat a lot faster so somebody who's 200 pounds can't listen to this and be like i'm gonna do exactly yeah. the same thing you have to watch your body and what it's doing this is and, and honestly as a, as a as a on a personal note this is why i have so much more fun when i'm coaching open class bodybuilders oh yeah the changes are it like me so, i have so many more yeah. tools to play with and yeah. it's i just enjoy it so much more yeah. coaching well because yeah coaching somebody like james the minute you make a change you're going to see it within a day or two somebody yeah, honestly less, and when you're not doing a lot of, yeah. when you're not doing a lot you see the changes do more because every change is more substantial yeah um you know like even down to the supplements like i'm i kid you not like i said to you on the circles 10 mgs of trembolone a day really i put that in yeah i put that in and fuck me i changed like everything's just going boom 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 10 wow 10 you know no one's gonna believe people that, be like right? what the fuck are you doing and it's like, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's about to be a video there's yeah. gonna be a video yeah but that's cool that's cool because i know exactly what i'm doing oh, and um shit. yeah I, shit like that man like can i tell you james on that note and, and i know i said this on the last podcast for, for anybody who watches all of them i apologize but kamal uh nick knows the exact amounts i don't but kamal one of kamal's claim to being 51 and being so healthy is the minor amount of gear he's taken throughout and i career. don't i'm not surprised i yeah. wouldn't be surprised yeah yeah it's very very wouldn't impressive but yeah i don't know is this something you're going to do like is everything else lower too or is this just the one ingredient yeah like like honestly like i'll talk to, like I'll, I'll probably be a bit more open on the circles because i feel like i can be because then it doesn't get yeah, yeah contorted yeah. and thingy but i agree honestly this is like a very mellow approach to a show and every factor's just being pushed to its limit before introducing anything else like there's no orals there's no uh like say still, cardio no, or, very still no, or, no orals no anavar no, no withdrawal no fucking nothing james james is on this he's got the rule book and he's just fucking burnt it can i tell you but honestly. honestly can i tell you how awesome that it's is amazing. because the more people i hear doing this there's only one thing that people are going to say that i also wonder because antoine came on the podcast like a few weeks ago and he was talking about how because of his health scare, 
they did he did the least amount of gear he's ever done and he probably looked the best he's ever looked in chicago um the only thing i wonder and i'm sure other people are going to wonder too is do you have to do the extremes to get to that size or could you take that approach all the way through i think that i think we had to have done what we've done yeah yeah like it'd be it'd be very irresponsible of me to lie like not lie but to false information and say that the 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 big cycles and the bread and butter that has been done to this point hasn't allowed me to get to this point and i wouldn't want anyone to think otherwise but i do think that once you obtain you know a certain muscularity and your nutrition's on point and you treat bodybuilding with the respect it deserves you can definitely then minimize and get more out of because of being conscious and smart see that's really smart and i'm glad i'm glad you know there's one of the benefits of the podcast that people are to hear that because one of the things i didn't do was change as I got bigger. And I think that was more of a detriment to my health. Like if around 31, 32, when I basically had most of my size, like I was already 245, 250 at that time. If at that time, somebody had pulled me aside and said, look, we can do this and still get better, but with half the amount you're using. Yeah. Uh, I probably would be, my my organs would, like my blood work would probably look a lot better Absolutely. now yeah, had I done that. So I can I'll I just add something? Well, Sorry, Ben, you go first, man. Go ahead, Ben. I was going to say, just to, to give another um, anecdote on that, Luke, and I knew his exact numbers for the last Minimals, six, seven years. The final year, 2019, where he did third at the Arnold and did the Tampa second at Olympia, yeah. was the lowest up cycles period, total dosages of everything he's ever yep. run. Yep. Do you think that applies to training as well? Because I know... One of the things Kamal talked about in his longevity was he doesn't really go to failure. He does everything really high volume. And I'm not saying that training style. I'm just saying going to failure, going to failure, period. I I wouldn't lie. Kamal doesn't see that going to all out destructive failure as a, a benefit. He sees it more as a fault. Too long for him, especially right now. Do you mean right now, or do you mean twenty no, he's, years? He's, he's always 30, trained like thirty year old Kamal. Yeah, no, okay. he's he's always trained like that. So what I'm asking is, I know not all of us can do that, but just like you change the drugs after you have your mass, maybe you change your training as well and extend out your career. I can only speak from experience, and I've I've pulled so much back on my training. Yeah. Like I don't of, chase anything. This, I don't chase uh, anything to the point of grit and grit and rip anymore. Yeah, I'll I mean, say this much: to get to get up the mountain, you got to put more effort than when you're already at the top of the mountain, and that I includes, so. that's food. That's food, drugs, training. Once you're there, you can level off. But to, yeah. to, it's like it's like I don't know, accelerating a car, right? You got to put the foot down to accelerate. But once you're on cruise control, you can hit that cruise control go, button, yeah. and you can pull off, and then the revs come down, and you just cruise. Right? That, that's Ben's got all the analogies today. He's like knocking them out. I've got more. I've got more. I've got way more. <laughs> like the one thing I don't want to encourage is like people training like a pussy. No, it's not that. No, it's no, that we're not saying that. If you're very accurate, like not, and I don't mean accurate to the point of some of these fucking guys now that put a cuff on everything they do. I mean, just, if you are been training as, no, but if you've been, not everything, but you know, if you've been training as long as us, you should by now have a pretty good understanding of your body's mechanics and how to lift. Yeah. And if you lift well, you will fatigue fast. Because you're going to hit the muscles. This, like, it's like, I remember Neil Hill said to me that he had Rami on like a, like when Rami and him had a little stint, I'm pretty sure he told me this. He had Rami on a hack squat and Rami's so in connection with his quads mm. that he managed to like fatigue himself with like fuck all weight on there. And I mean like yeah. legit fatigue himself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like kind of the approach. Obviously I still like to lug around some good weight, but 
I would rather get there sooner than later now. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're also talking about, okay, so two things just to that point, James. People need to understand we're talking about refining the body after it's already put on all its muscle. This, what yes. we're talking about is not the 20 year old kid who's got like 180 pounds. He's still trying to climb them, like Ben said, climb the mountain. Absolutely. We're talking about the guys yeah. who already have all the mass they need or close to it, kind yeah. of refining their, they're refining their training, refining their drugs and refining their eating just to extend out their career. Because yeah. James, if you kept going, like how old are you now? 32, 33? 33 now. 33, right? So let's say you kept training the way you did at 26 or 27 or 28. Oh, your career would be over at 38. Like oh, you, how much be, longer yeah, could you go? You know what I mean? Whereas something, will at, go, something would tear. Yeah. So if at 32, you go, Hey, you know what? I weigh 270 pounds on stage. I don't need to be bigger. I just need to look better. Maybe refine the muscles, maybe more detail, maybe smaller waist, maybe whatever the, whatever is going to make you look better. Now you've extended out your career from 37 to maybe 42, 43, if you want it to go that far. Yeah, you know, so and, and on top of that, like to add, like the one main thing as well, all these decisions have come from wanting to just feel better as a person. Like mm. everything about you know bodybuilding is so important, but 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 what's most important is how are you with yourself? What's your relationship like with yourself? Do you like who you are? Do you like how you look? And these these changes have taken a certain external pressure off me having to be the guy that's lifting fucking eight plates on a squat and expected to do so. And I actually feel more comfortable and less agitated by that. And I'm able to actually enjoy my bodybuilding more, which because I'm enjoying it more, I, I personally feel like my body's responding because I haven't got those anxieties there. Um, and look, again, I could get to the Arnold stage. I might go on there. I don't think this will be the case, but I'd go on there and I might look worse than I ever have. Mm. It's not, it's not, I'm, but am I happier than I've ever been? Yeah, I am. Well, and I'm I not trying to cop out and say that I don't care about winning. Of course I do. Yeah. Um, but I'm just trying to also say that there's there's so much more to who you are than you know just the superficial you know the other the, the other thing as well is for James and just going back into the actual bodybuilding part of it if everything goes well and he qualifies for the Olympia that's he's got to extend that if he's burnt out mentally yeah, yeah, yeah. from the prep exactly. that plays a role yeah. too you know you have to keep things you have to pace yourself in this. Well, going to the going to the pressure of it, James. I think you've done those lifts enough now, where you don't have anything to prove. So it's not like yeah, you I have, feel so. I don't think anybody thinks that you're not strong enough to do it. So you don't really have to. Do that. I, I think, the other thing, yeah. sorry, the other thing I noticed too is you sounded a lot like Cedric there for a second. Uh, Cedric used to always say, "I'm doing this my way. I'm doing it how I like it. I'm doing it how I see it should be done." Yeah. And Cedric was always applauded for not following the crowd. And just doing it the way he felt like he should do it and looking the way he felt was what bodybuilding should look like. So Most you've almost you've almost taken a page out of Cedric's book now and been like, you know what? I want to do this my way, the way I like it. No doubt. And there would be there would be definitely be influence from such people. Yeah. You may not notice it straight away, but obviously we've all listened to these people speak, seen them perform, shared the stage with them. I've been backstage with Cedric multiple times and spoke to him. And yeah, his his character would have definitely rubbed off on me, whether I know it or not. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we can only thank these kind of people for actually making bodybuilding mentally healthier. Yeah. Because, because, because it really doesn't have to be as pressureful as we make it. Like I know that it should be, there's sport and there should be some, but a lot of it is ourselves on ourselves. And if we can kind of somehow alleviate some of that, I guarantee that we'll have a longer career and a better one. 
but that's not even, I mean, even speaking to competition, eliminating pressure or pressure or alleviating pressure can make you a better bodybuilder. I mean, Ian's talked about this. Ian's talked about being in like 2018 year where he was like all in thousand percent, didn't think about anything else. And was like hyper-focused pressure filled and didn't do as well as the next year where he calmed the fuck down and took some pressure off and lived life a little bit. The next thing, next thing you know, he starts winning. Mate, it's like uh, Eminem said in that song, it's like my head's like a stove pot. Like how much steam can you hold in you? Like, do you know what I mean? Like if you've got too much in there, what's going to happen? It's going to explode. And if it explodes, then you're in a right shit mess. And that doesn't matter. Like, how good you were doing once you explode you explode and nothing's going to work out so you might as well try and fucking control these you know emotions uh you know uh, not even just emotions but like just how you spend your days that allow you to feel more comfortable in yourself and not feel over like you gotta be super involved in bodybuilding it's, it is what you are but it doesn't have to it's like we've always said before it doesn't have to be a shackle and yeah. and if you can avoid it being a shackle and it can be a a pleasure. Like I look at it now, like I'm. It's an honor to be a professional bodybuilder, and I'm yeah. lucky that I get to do what I do. That's dramatically than, different. That's dramatically yeah. different from the way you sounded last year. Absolutely. And look last what happened year, last year. When we had this conversation last year, you you're the one who brought up the term shackle because of yeah. the way you felt. Yeah. So the fact that I you're fucked saying myself now, last year, but yeah. but do you not think there's a there's this culture in bodybuilding that we gravitate towards wanting to feel like that a little bit. If we don't feel that way, then we feel like we've been pussies and we're not training hard enough. And we're not suffering enough and we're not. But what I'm finding is sometimes, I even like to, to bring up like Roman, I told Roman, if this was a, a competition of a tough man competition, who could suffer the most? <laughs> yeah. you'd, have won already, you'd, you'd have won already. He's Mr. Olympia. Sometimes it's, yeah. it's not about suffering more, especially once you get to that very top level. Look, there are a lot of amateurs you straight need to suffer more. You're just being lazy pricks, right? Yeah. But yes. at that, at this kind of level, working hard, like for Dean, I have to pull Dean back all the time. No, get off the cardio. Like, no, he's like, oh, I was just going to do a bit more today just to push the, no, like stop, yeah. Yeah. stop. Yeah. We're trying to, like, we have to keep this, we have to keep the brain and the body happy and then it moves the right way. Because at the point yeah. where that doesn't happen anymore, and, it, and a lot of it, Patrick taught me that as well. There's a big, I'll give a big, credit to him on this the body will follow where the where the mind is yeah and i, I feel like james is is the kind of living proof of that right now and he, he's he's kind of figured that one out and is, is walking that path but which I I'm, think, I'm happy about i feel like james if correct me if i'm wrong but you found a place where you're still suffering but not suffering so like when you're in the gym you're still leaving the gym feeling like fuck that burned the fuck out of me yeah. but you're not suffering in the other 24 22 hours or 23 hours at home yeah yeah, there's is that. that. And, and it's also because also because of the way that I'm working is that there is some reward in a sense, like, you know, with this kind of how you eat. Yeah. So yeah. you don't mind suffering because there is some there is some reward to a certain extent. And that's why I find for me personally, this is a very healthy approach because I'm happy to like really dig in and work very hard, not because I want a reward, but because I know that results come from this setup. Mm hmm. You know, yeah, so I'm not, I'm, not talking, I'm not talking about not working hard. That's the don't confuse. No, no, yeah, I, no, I, no, 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 I just want to, okay. I'm more, I'm more clarifying for people. I don't want people to hear what we're, what we're talking about is very, very tough to articulate to the average person. Cause the way it may sound to people is like, oh, they have a lot of balance and they're taking it easy and they're not maybe, <laughs> and I, I don't want it to come off like that. It's got a, it's got the people have to understand that there's still suffering involved. James is suffering in a different way. 
than he did in the past. Yeah. It's like it's not as monotonous, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And and, and listen, you still got to be you still got to have bodybuilding has to be in your DNA and in your blood. You got blood, you got to sweat this shit out and bleed this shit out like when you're in the gym, like there is no compromise. You you do what you got to fucking do. But doing what you got to do and doing what you thought you had to do are two different things sometimes because there is like we've said earlier, there is overdoing it. And in a game where it's about losing body fat and sustaining muscle tissue in a calorie deficit, it's very easy to overdo and actually mess up that objective because doing too much is, is one of the worst things you can do. Yeah. I guess that's how, uh, that's how we have to say it is instead of like, I guess in the, in the past, James, and again, correct me if I'm wrong. I did this. I had a, I had a map out in my mind of what I had to do and what it should look like and how much I should be suffering. And if I wasn't suffering to that level, it meant I wasn't working hard enough. But as you're finding out now, suffering to the level that you want to in your head could sometimes be detrimental to your body if you're if you're yeah. crazy enough, right? Because if you're crazy yeah. enough, you'll go in every day and you'll eat fucking zero carbs and you'll do hours and hours of cardio. That doesn't mean yeah. it's going to be beneficial to you winning on stage. No, no, absolutely. I, th- I, th- I think this is, and only, I think this is even... You go, go. Sorry, Ben, that's right. Go ahead, Ben. I, was saying, I, I think this is even more applicable, like we're talking James's 270. That's why open-class bodybuilding is more fun to me. I think it's even more applicable in this. Like, I couldn't diet down a classic guy in the same manner because mm. the, the must, it's a different organism. And, and I feel like people, I, I think, I, I feel like a lot of open class bodybuilders make the mistake of never adjusting their approach from when they were an amateur and they were a lightweight or a middleweight or light heavyweight, whatever it is. And now they're an open class bodybuilder and it feels like they didn't adjust to that. They This is what worked for me. This is what worked for me when I was 22 years old. I'm like, yeah, but you were 200 pounds in your off season when you were 20 years old. This isn't the same body. This isn't the same set of rules. You can't do that same thing. It's a completely different dynamic. I'll put that. I'll put that on myself, dude. When I was 20 years old, 20 years, 20 years old, started bodybuilding. My approach was bulk as much as possible, and then get ready for a show. And every year, I would put on 10 pounds of stage weight, at least five or 10, right? But then I got to a point where my stage weight didn't change too much. I was like around 250, 255, maybe 260 in that range for like a good five years. But I still would bulk to 300, 310 pounds. So it's like it's like you said, I used a strategy where I was like, well, this worked when I was 20. It should still be working when I'm 30. And I'm like, no, yeah. maybe had I been like, okay, I put on enough muscle now. I don't have to bulk. I don't have to add 40 or 50 pounds. I can add 20 or 30 and be healthier. So- you're yeah. right. Those things that you learn along the way of what worked for you then doesn't always end up. It's, it's, also, it's also about managing your fatigue at that point. It's different. Like Justin, when I'm still here. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm, I've been taking it all in. I'm learning a lot. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is like when I'm when I was, you know, doing my first show, I was a light heavy. I was 198 pounds when I did my first show. So my approach to cardio was different. I used to do a lot of sprints. I used to nail sprints on the bike. I'd sprint my fucking ass off. And this last prep, I found myself doing that at 240 pounds. Yeah. Which is a lot different than doing that at 200 pounds. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And I did a lot more fatigue and I couldn't really get myself out of that hole that I was digging. Do you and Ben have the same... Uh, internet provider hey, mine's good now mine's good now fuck you this is cold I can I can move out for I don't know where the fuck I cut off but no we heard most of what you said you just yeah. got out for a second there and I also will say that I've pulled back a lot on my volume this year 
and I'm doing less volume than I was last year. And if I look at my logbook, I'm actually doing less weight than I was last year on most of my movements. And it's just because I'm able to get more out of those sets and out of that particular weight but than I was that, last doesn't year. That, doesn't that fuck? Well, with fuck you? Yeah. Fucks to my head. Yeah. Am I stronger? Yes. I know I'm stronger and I know that I could execute at a higher weight with everything, but I'm just able to get more out of these movements. But how is that quantifiable? That Cause I, this is, wait, this is confusing to me because you live by the logbook. I do. So, so yeah. how is it quantified? I'm not, I'm not saying across the board. I'm not saying everything. I'm no, no, not fine. Let's just, just take one movement, for example, whatever movement you want to pick. Like, let's say hack squats sure. or something. Hack squats, yeah. Sure. Okay. If you're lifting less, and, and I'm only saying this in the context of you being married to the logbook. Yeah. So if your logbook says less weight, but you say to me, I feel more, mm-hmm. I believe you, but how is that quantifiable if you're a so, logbook person? So if I look back, let's say I'm, I did seven plates in a hack squat last year. And right now I'm doing six and a quarter. Yeah. I look back at how I executed that seven plates and I know that I've progressed my execution. Oh, so you're saying you're know, better. Sure. But also how much I'm able to get out of it, even within the same execution is progressive. So you're just saying you're is, feeling, you're feeling. Is that, more. Is that, yes. Does he's that make got, sense? He's got, he's got more skillful at the movement. I'm neurologically. Yeah, there you go. Skill. Yeah. It's because progressive overload is, is, is you're still progressive yes. as long as a fact with progressive overload, as long as a factor is progressing, you're still, yeah, you're still, and it, and it can, wait a minute. okay, wait a minute. I get that. But you, you fucking badgered me about the logbook, but now you're talking to, yeah, you, I'm pointing at you, Justin. Yeah. But now this is, this is why I love this podcast. All this, all the shit's on tape. I can go no. back. We're eating hey, I'm, 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 still, I'm still talking about. <laughs> ben, see that? That's where we went. Where, you guys, where's you guys my attitude? So my I'm attitude? still talking about being progressive within these certain <laughs> oh, no. frameworks. Before we're done, this fucking podcast, whatever it ends, you guys are all going to be on Anadrol and McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> no, no more Anadrol. I'm already on enough. Okay, wait, wait, wait. No, seriously, I'm asking a serious question. Okay. And this is, like I said, again, this is only in the context of the logbook. But, sure. now, but now you're talking about a feeling. So how do you measure that in your book? You don't, you just know, right? You don't, I just know. I just know that I'm, that's I'm, what a, I, but that's I'm a what different I'm bodybuilder than I was a year ago. But that's what I, I used to say to you about why I don't need a logbook. I'd be like, because sure. I feel my progression. And you would say that's not well, quantifiable. Well, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm going to refer to the logbook strictly from why are you like, laughing, um, James. Because <laughs> I just love this conversation. So... I'll, I'll refer to the logbook strictly as like, a, let's just say it's, it's an accountability thing. Okay. And I, well. I look at it and I say, last week I did 12 reps. I get in my fucking head and I say, let's do 13. Yeah. I and like that. It, I like that. It, it helps me and it, and it keeps a fire lit under my ass and it keeps me pushing forward. Now, when I reflect back on something, say a year ago, and maybe I'm doing a little bit less or even the same, it can fuck with your head. But I also know that I'm executing within different parameters of execution and I'm just, I just have to acknowledge okay, so that I'm getting think, more out of it. I think the, I think the middle ground where we can both agree. Yeah. And you, you can tell me if you don't agree, but I think being married to a logbook is wrong. Yeah. Having a logbook as a measuring stick is a good mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. Is that, and, is I, that, and is I, will, that- I will say that I'm, I'm less, I, I have my face less buried in my logbook this year than yeah. ever. Yeah. I would also sure. say this that that middle ground is golden if you're yeah. if you're if you love this 
Yeah. If you, if you, if you genuinely love working and, your ass off. Yeah. Yeah. If you're just getting into this and you're, uh, you need that fucking, hey, this is what you got last week. You fucking have to beat that. Again, because again, otherwise... Yeah. I mean, again, it goes back to previous points, which is Justin's been doing this for a number of years now and he understands his body. So we can have a little bit of wiggle room in that in that logbook. Whereas if you're new and you're beginner intermediate, you might need to hold yourself accountable directly. Yeah, and I I was actually thinking about this as well. Weirdly, last night, I I might have been slightly intoxicated, but um, I had this thought process um, about just coaching and, and where I've evolved from. And then how my plans, because Hunter messaged me about his plan. He's like, oh, the macro. And I was like, fuck, I don't, I don't even know what macros you're on. If you ask me how many carbs he's eating, I could not fucking tell. I, yeah, I could sit there and figure it out. Yeah. But I think for everybody, and I, I guess more so coaches or, or even bodybuilders that are doing their own thing, the moment you, once you've got the foundation, like once you've got your six meals in place and you know protein and you know what fats and carbs are, once you've got that after a couple of years, Lose the numbers. I don't give a fuck how many carbs you're eating. I don't give a, like, go off the visual. How do I look? Do I need more food? Do I need less food? Do I need more yeah, carbs? When you say, sorry, carbs, I, just wanna, then, I just want to clarify, Ben, when you're saying. So you're saying yeah. people should look at the amounts of food more so based on what they see in the yeah. mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Go, okay, match up the look and the weight with do I need more food or less food? Right Instead now. of looking at right. like macro numbers, oh, I, yeah, numbers. I, I see all these. I see all these Excel spreadsheets, and they're all yeah. very pretty. And I used to do the same thing, and I was analyzing what I've done and where I've my own development and growth, and why I've got so much better in my in my own opinion at coaching. Yeah, it's because I'm I'm not confined by these numbers and the semantics and the, the, yes. the yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah, and I'm going okay. Look at this person. What do they need? What like okay, so rice is rice right fucking potato plate, whatever it is and for the most part once you've got the foundation in and you're locked in if you're a good bodybuilder you're eating the same kind of foods right you're eating chicken steak egg yeah. like so broad broadly speaking once you start throwing macros in for people they start going ah yeah but i can switch that for that because it's the same that's, protein. that's uh, the uh, biggest uh, thing is if i tell someone i tell someone 100 carbs they might just bagels. they might just eat a couple oh, bagels yeah. instead of fucking eating get fucking 350 that, grams of rice lose that mentality i promise yeah. you all of everybody's coaching will improve or coaching and bodybuilding the physiques will get better because you're, you're locked into what you're seeing rather than oh i think he needs 200 grams of carbs in that meal he needs this like just go off of once you found that baseline and then you can adjust from there just go off of the foods it's funny you say that because uh chad and hani i work with them consecutively like back to back and neither one of them ever wrote down any nutritional facts I'm sure they, I'm sure they knew them, but like yeah. when, my, when my program came to me, it literally had no nutrition facts in it. It was this much carb, this much, this many ounces of potato, this many fucking ounces of yeah. meat. Well, I do, I do everything on a notes now and it's literally just like six yes. ounces of beef, 200 grams of rice. Okay. It's whatever, right? It's, there's yep. no information about this is 60 grams of protein or 50. Like, it's not like we don't know that. four eggs is going to well, have bodybuilders. Like we can look at someone says have a hundred grams of rice. We know it's 75 grams of carbs, like yep. per, per dry weight. Like sure. if we don't know that ourselves, then we're yeah. fucking numpties. Mm-hmm. The only, the only but, time but honestly, got... if you lose that, it will make everything better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only time I got yeah, I agree with facts that. was when I, I started working with John, John would send me a spreadsheet and it had all the nutritional facts. I never really, I never really, really even looked at it. I think it was more for his reference. I feel like John's yeah, just I a think very, John, John very detailed person. Yeah. You know, I think it, I used I think... to do the same thing. 
I used to send a spreadsheet, right? And I would have the meals. I mean, there'd be a food column and then macros, right? And I'd only count the the major macros. Yeah, so, that's how I did it. Too. So it's like in, in like nut butter, in nut butter, it's only a fat, but I know there's some carbs, some proof, like whatever. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and they would always, I, I'd always get these. Oh, what about like? Uh, what about this amount in there? And I was like, listen, the macro, I just have to put it on there. The macros are for me, my benefit only, just for us so I get a rough idea of where we're at. Anyway, when I completely dropped it, I didn't get any of those questions. No one gave a fuck about how yep. much of what, mm-hmm. and everything got better. Yeah, nobody's asking you about the protein in their oats anymore. Well, I mean, at the end of the how day- How much crazy in my bread? Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's their responsibility. I mean, it doesn't have to be their responsibility, but- if you send the food plan, they can easily figure out the macros if they go on to any cal- calorie cal- calculator and figure it out. Yep, exactly. And it's not that it's wrong to provide macros, but I do take on clients that sometimes send me a very detailed Excel spreadsheet of what they've been doing. Yeah, I throw it away and I just send them their meals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, and then, they, you know, you can you can sense that there's some feeling that maybe you're less detailed, but I think it, muddy, unmuddying the water is going to help you long term. Yeah, no, and at the end of the day, bullshit to think about. Simplicity's sake is just nicer for the athlete or the client to just have one thing to focus on. Do you guys think it'll free, like, it'll free I, your I, mind? Yeah, I'd rather, mm-hmm. yeah, I have a question for you guys, and it's based cool. kind of on what we're talking about. Do you think it's the coach's job to teach or just coach? I teach, just coach. So I, think just, I think that's <laughs> coach. Just fucking coach. Make Justin, sure Justin, Justin, you cut out. Wait. Start over. I think it. That's Sorry. right. I think it's a mixture of both. And I think it depends on the client. I think some of my clients want to be taught and they ask questions and uh, I have that relationship. Wait. But some people. Okay, go. I'll wait. The reason I'm asking is I understand that some people want to be taught and some people don't. But sure. as a coach, you should have your system. Either so, I'm a teach, either I'm a teacher, yeah. or I'm a coach. You I will say I never, I never send an update without giving a brief overview of just a few cliff notes. Hey, I lowered the food. Blah blah blah. This is going on. Yeah. It's going on. Okay. Check in next week. Okay, go ahead. Right, that that that's where I'm at. I think teach is probably the wrong word. I'm more informing. I'm more just, enlightening them. Hey, you're a little flat. We're gonna add some more food today. Cool. Yeah, right. Hey, you dropped four pounds over the last two days. I'm gonna give you a high day. Let's feed up. And then check back with weight in two days. Okay. I want to let that, them know why I'm feeding them up. Okay. To me, that's not really teaching, even though it is. I that's why I said it's the wrong word. Well, I think yeah, it, yeah, I think it's word. it's teach it's teaching if the if your client is receptive and is learning from what you're doing with them. I guess the way I meant it was I've sent programs before and had people question every single decision. And I'd be I like, look, I'd be like, look, this is the program I believe. Like, I don't have to explain every single thing to you. But then there are people that think coaches are supposed to be teachers and they are supposed to explain everything. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I'm like, not really. I'm like, you're not paying for an education. You're paying for my knowledge, right? You're paying for my knowledge. You're not paying for me to give you my knowledge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's why I stopped helping people. Some people can be a huge pain in the ass. That's kind of why I stopped, I stopped helping people too, because yeah, I stopped because I was getting email. I was getting like emails from people who I've helped organize, you know, cycle nutrition Yeah. And then they're telling me things that they've seen other people talk about that should be implemented. Mm-hmm. All these long words. And I'm like, bro, I don't even know what the fuck that is. Why? If I didn't know what the fuck that is, why am I going to suggest it? Why are you telling me to suggest it? Well, it's like, because I was just like, fuck me. This I is my knowledge. Feel, not. Yeah. Yeah. I almost feel like they want you to explain the science behind every decision. Bro, and I'm like, not even just that they want you to, they want to suggest what you told them to do. I've had that too. They want, uh, they want to tell you about a peptide that they've heard about that they want to do, but you've never, they want, it. Yeah. And they want you to give them the fucking nod, the thumbs up. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, do that pet pride. I've never fucking heard of it. Yeah. I don't know, Ben. You 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 are definitely the coach on the podcast. Like how much oh, I don't know. Am I? I thought Ian was the coach. Oh, let's get in. You know what? Let's get into this. <laughs> oh, here we go. This is... <laughs> so we had a we had a James. We had a po- I don't know if Justin, you heard this, but James and Justin, we had a podcast. Uh last podcast. Somebody asked the question, who's the best coach on the podcast? And I said, I would say Ben, but statistically, Ian has three Mr. Olympias. So nah. uh, that's what I nah. said. That's what Mr. I said. Mr. Olympia is reserved. Three for... Olympia wins. Three classic Olympia wins. So I said okay. it would have to be statistically, we would have to go with Ian. And Ben somehow, one of his, I, I one of his <laughs> fucking troublemaker fans sent it to us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and now Ben's mad at me because I didn't say he was the coach of the podcast. So I'm not mad. What do you guys think? Where what would you guys say? I think that... ask the question. Who would you rather coach you? Well, Ben, but that's not, but that wasn't, I said statistically. Ian. No, but that's the answer. That's who you believe is the better coach. Okay, I think I got a question. But that's I think a I have question. a, I have a closer, I have a closer relationship with Ben. And I think our communication would be a little more open that I would definitely choose Ben in that scenario. But I'm not that's saying that's, that's not to say that maybe Ben isn't the better or is the better coach. Be careful. You have a love affair with Ian. Yeah, of course I do. I know that. So I have to tread lightly. But all, all I'm saying is we just simplified the whole the whole topic there and got the answers we need. No, we're trying to make it more complicated. The question is <laughs> the question is, does three Mr. Olympia classic Mr. Olympia wins overcome one fourth place at the yeah. open? Yes, yeah. No, no, no. The three <laughs> that was the yeah. question you said to me this morning. You said the fourth place open. Is more important than the classic victory. Yeah, hmm. but then, but then Ben's turned someone pro. To but see, Ben, that's contradictory. It that's doesn't. Contradictory. Yeah, that's contradictory to Ben as well because Ben said the winning two twelve is more important than nah, a third place. I open. said, I said, I no, I said if you ask Flex Lewis, he would tell you. You said that, that he, you you said it before we called Flex. I said a lot of dumb shit on that one. I got called out a bunch. <laughs> Let's ignore. That's all right. I'm, that's oh, actually, I, then, I what is? Five, oh, really? What is actually more? Um, I'm going to take Flex. I'm going to take Flex's answer, even though I disagreed with it when he explained it. I thought it made sense, and Paul said this morning too because I asked him what I asked him the question we're talking about. Ben, I think I think a victory, I think a victory is more important than a third or fourth place. So, so my my win at the Lila Brada Classic is better <laughs> than your Arnold we're about, showing. We're talking about the Olympia, <laughs> but it, the the but that's my point. The level of competition also matters, right? And yeah, not to think... be disrespectful, but Chris is quite a way ahead of his competition, in my opinion. Oh, I don't think you. My should opinion. Fault somebody. I don't think you should fault somebody for that. I'm not faulting him. I'm faulting Ian. <laughs> I don't like that. You know what? I don't like I listen, I've done that before admittedly. And I will apologize firsthand to every fucking coach I've ever said that about. And I think I, I think George Fair is one of them. I will apologize firsthand to that. I think that's wrong to say so and so has so much such good genetics that it doesn't matter who coaches them. I think the coach should get credit regardless of the athlete's genetics. Like like Honey coach Phil Phil won seven fucking Olympias. I've heard Look, people say, oh, a monkey could coach Phil. Maybe they couldn't. No. Maybe Phil looked the, that the, good because Hani coached the, 
the intrinsics matter in coaching. This is again something that Patrick's taught me: the the rapport and the relationship I build with my athlete, whether they have the world's best genetics or not, fucking matter. Okay, then you and can't not take every, it away. And not and not and not every coach can work with every athlete. I will fucking one hundred percent. Okay, that. then in saying that, you could never take it away from me in for three Olympia. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm fucking. Joking. No, you took it away. We're gonna we're gonna see <laughs> no, a video. Me. No, you you know ben what? Ben says Ian sucks. No. <laughs> I give I, <laughs> I give Ian tremendous credit for not taking more credit than he does. Oh, yes, I totally I do. Tell. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Like and the fact he juggled his own career as well. Well, uh, also, yeah, a lot crazy. of people forget, too, that as good as Chris's genetics are, he's had a lot of health issues and Ian's had to navigate those. So I think it takes some, not some, I think it probably takes a lot of knowledge lot. to mm. be able to work around Chris's um, yeah health limitations and yeah, still yeah. bring him in better and better each year. Yeah. So again, I will stick to my original quote. Statistically, Ian's got you. It's, it's all right. I wouldn't want to coach you anyway. So fuck off. I don't, I wouldn't listen. <laughs> I, nobody, nobody would want to coach Fuad. <laughs> Fuad's done my diet 13 different times this year. I'm doing what you're doing. Okay? Every time Ben says something, I'm like, I can do that diet. And I do it for like two I'm days. I'm going to do like, that. Fuck. I'm going to do that. <laughs> Listen, I am enjoying retirement. Fuck you guys. I I hey, eat what I want to eat when I want to eat. Okay, not fuck you guys, but I'm happy I, for you. I I have put in the work. And now <laughs> I don't have to put in the work anymore. So that's how it works. That's um, works. <laughs> well, it that's I, I mean I that's don't how it works. I can do whatever the fuck I want. That's okay. <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> I mean, listen, I would love to be the guy that still like eats chicken and rice every day. I just don't want to. I okay. did. You know I, why? Hard, I hardly want to be that guy right now. You know what it is, though? Like when I started bodybuilding, I started doing all that stuff literally for competition. Yes. Like I didn't like eating chicken and rice. I didn't want, yeah. I never, I never did steroids. I never did, I never lifted like a bodybuilder. And then one day somebody said, try that competition. And I did yeah. all of those things all at the same time. So void of the competition, you don't really have much of a purpose behind it. I love training. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't love dieting and I don't love taking steroids. So yeah, no, you, you so have, I, yeah, I trained in twice. I trained, a, I trained a long time before considering doing a body wooden show or taking drugs or yeah, or, I trained, I trained natural for like seven years before I, <clears throat> I did anything, but I'm just saying for when, for when day one, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm doing a show. Give me the Anadrol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As soon as they did a show, I took drugs. <laughs> no, but like when you think of all the traditional bodybuilding things, I didn't do any of those things really until I started yeah. competing. Mm -hmm. So now that if you eliminate competition, the only thing I really love about bodybuilding is the training. Mm -hmm. I don't, you gotta admit you feel, you feel better when you're nailing your diet. I do. I do. And that's yeah. why I don't eat like a total slob because yeah. I'm like, I still feel better when I eat relatively clean, but I've spent enough, I've spent enough time with you outside of you know, in, inside of your retirement. Rather. I yeah. see how you function throughout the day. It's not like you're eating like a pig every meal. You're still no, eating. No, no. I eat relatively. You have your good. huge, your huge bowl, like vats of oatmeal. <laughs> They're legend. Those are legendary. The double, Those are legendary. The double, up, <laughs> the double up that you did at this house, the double up blew my mind because that massive Mickey Mouse ball I have was full. <laughs> and he, oh yeah, and I, I didn't know he went back for the second one right after. That's impressive. It was like an hour later. He had another one. I feel like oatmeal is a secret that most. Uh, I couldn't eat that oatmeal. Oatmeal is a motherfucker to eat. No, no, but wait a minute. Yeah. I'm saying for people with eating disorders like me, <laughs> oatmeal, oatmeal is a godsend because like yeah. two cups of dry oatmeal is like 100, 120 grams so, of carbs. 
So early on in my day, James will, James will know this. Well, James will know what I'm talking about, at least, because like, they don't have it here. But I used to eat all bran after a show because it's just like it's cereal. You put a little bit of milk on it, but it was like, yeah. And I used to just sit there. If I was hungry after I'd eaten all my food, I'm like, fuck up. I just eat like two massive bowls of all bran. And my stomach would be fucking out. Yeah, here. you feel full, but anyway. it's not a ton of calories. But it was, yeah, it was the only way I could get like my stomach to feel full up. And I, before I could like switch my brain off from food, that was early on when I was very food focused. Yeah, but all they didn't have all brand here. I love all brand. Listen, John Jewett said it, John John Jewett said it best. He would switch a lot of his carbs to oatmeal because he just felt more full, like stomach full. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. During it during a contest prep setting, yes. Yeah, I will say I have to manage my digestion because it just tends to fucking. Slower, yeah, it does absolutely. There's but, a lot of know, obsoletes in it as well. Meal, meal really one is typically going to be oatmeal when I'm deep in the prep. Man, I used to wait for like when people when I was being coached and meal one was oatmeal, I would literally wait. I'd go to bed early but, so I could get up and have my own. See yeah. realize how much you realize how much like your oxalate intake would have been and how stressful that is on the kidneys as well, right? With oatmeal. Oh, shut up. <laughs> just <saying. laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm just saying. Ian would never say something like that. Yeah. See? <laughs> That's why I want Ian to coach me. Because he would tell me to eat all the oatmeal I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, I did watch you eat like 250 grams of carbs of oatmeal <laughs> inside of two hours. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oatmeal oatmeal's so versatile. Like you chop up a banana. Yeah. You fucking add protein powder. I don't think you did any butter. of that. It was just like a fucking water and just pound. Yeah, <laughs> like you put a little like cinnamon it. on there and just pound. I love cinnamon. <laughs> and then you and had a like a baby Splenda. Yeah, Splenda. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. Four like eight packets of Splenda. Three, three packets of Splenda. Times three two bowls. So <laughs> six. Three times two. Three bowl. Three three packs of Splenda. Cinnamon. Yeah. And like a teaspoon, a heaping teaspoon of peanut butter. And that's fucking good for me. And then the next, the next morning, he's like, yeah, shit my pants this morning. Look <laughs> Probably because the whole carton of fucking oatmeal you ate. Fuck you guys. Hey, listen. That's no, fine. L- let me ask you this. Kidney kidney specialist over here. No, if, no, I'm, no, no. if I'm starving, <laughs> if I'm starving, right? And I want to binge. Instead of getting a pizza and eating a bowl of oatmeal, which is better for my kidneys? <laughs> you can't. I think like, it was like it was like a you, the bowl of oatmeal and like eight whole eggs too. Why? Why is that the? Hang on. I think it was. But look at that alternative option. He's like gone from well, I can have two bowls of mashed oatmeal or pizza. So choose which one. It's yeah. Like, hang on. Yeah. Well, what the about all the other options, or or maybe you don't, not eating and just going you to bed and. But you don't understand the benefit to the oatmeal. It's so much food and so little calories that I don't have to binge on shitty food. It's like a it's like a safety net food, right? It keeps me from eating a lot of shit because it fills me up. I, yeah. I get it, but your alternative your alternative was this: either oatmeal or pizza. So Ben juice. <laughs> well, obviously, fucking, <laughs> fucking a shit ton of oatmeal then. Like, <laughs> uh, all right, let's do some questions. Um, you guys, want to read saying, a, you guys want to read a physique? We haven't read a physique in a while. No, James, go. Or James, I, was, I was just going to ask because I know that did you, 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 uh, this is, don't even have to say enough about it, but you saw Flex's thing, yeah, that for his advert. No. The bet thing, the betting thing on his Instagram. No, I'll go with the hair. So it's with the long hair, but yeah. there's, a, there's a little secret to that video. One second. It's his, it's his latest it. post, yeah? I'm going to it right now. Oh shit! That's no. It's the second latest post. Let me see. Share this one here. 
Yeah. <laughs> the snake wait, channel thing. Wait, I gotta fuck. I gotta share with sound. One second. Share, <laughs> share with sound. Yes. I'll tell you a little something about that video. Do you want to watch it first or tell me first? No, no, you gotta watch it because you need to listen to it. <laughs> okay. The Badger Desert. Start the video again one more time because it's something. Sorry, Somewhere in the Nevada desert. I know what this is. You know what this is. And it's funny. Not every can be a snake charmer, but every can use betonline.ag. Take from me, a semi-professional snake charmer. <laughs> All right, I got free plug. I know what you're gonna Sorry. say. I know what you're gonna say, James. Go ahead, tell them. Does the, the boys know what I'm going to say? J- Justin, Ben, what are we talking about? Do you know any? <laughs> do you know anything about the video that you shouldn't know? No, no. There's a relation between me and that video. Oh, is there? What do you think it is, there Justin is. or Ben? I don't know. Just the the idea of a ma- a guy snake charming sounds Here, a little. Watch gay. it. Watch it again. Watch it again with that in mind. What? Watch it again and see if you can figure out where just where James fits into this. Somewhere in the Nevada desert. Not every can be a snake charmer, but every can use betonline.ag. Take from me, a semi-professional snake charmer. I'm no, stuck. Let me stop this. A pale white guy. Okay. Anything no. else? Nobody. Go ahead, James. Tell. Him. So, the first person the voice in a video is me. Jay, that's no James. way. That's James' voice. That was me. <laughs> no Flex way. Message me, and he yeah. Flex messaged me. He said, "Could you do a quick voiceover for me? Like, I just want you to say somewhere in the Nevada desert." So I was like, "Okay, yes, say I that over a couple." Play of- that one more time. Okay, now do it. Now Listen, I hear it. Honestly, you guys got to know something for our players. So James is in the circles, obviously, with us on Telegram. Mm-hmm. We realize James has a talent that nobody ever knew about, which is fucking all these different impressions. Oh, really? It's just bang. I wouldn't say impressions, but I can throw the odd. Sometimes I've got the odd voice that just works. It's fucking crazy, man. Okay, we'll do one more time. You think darkness is your ally? Oh, it's way better than that's not bad, but I'm sure. (laughs) In the Nevada desert. The Nevada gave it away with the R. Yeah, because I did too. I said him one time. Someone auto tuned that shit. That was not. Do it, no. James. Do it right now. Somewhere in the Nevada desert. I can't do it properly, <laughs> but that's kind of it. That didn't say, I'm not buying it. Somewhere in the Nevada desert. Because I sent him, I sent him one cent in the Nevada desert, like as well. And he obviously went with the Nevada one. Do it again. So people, so Justin could believe Get you. close in on the mic. Somewhere in the Nevada desert. Okay. I had to close my eyes, right? I got it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I don't know. Sure they, funny they, they, James, they should use your voice for the all the Machiavelli videos instead of guy and fuck him off. <laughs> guy needs to, guy, guys, <laughs> guys, old news now. Guys, old news. Get James on. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say. I don't agree. James has a career in voiceovers for sure. Yeah. One day. One day. We we will. We'll. Uh, the Holly, the Hollywood. Let's me out a little a little job. The Hollywood guy. On all the traders. That's we so funny. Keep, I never in a million years could have guessed that. Oh, uh, we have a launch of a new flavor that we should get James involved with. 
What flavor is it? <laughs> I can't tell you. It's a secret. <laughs> but we're launching a new flavor next week. And I think we should use James. How's your how's your much of a secret? You, you kind of just made a post about it. Well, actually, you're right. It's not a secret. Yeah, it's a secret. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anyone it's a secret that we're we don't know what there's a secret flavor coming out. Two, we're gonna use a secret person's voice, but it's him. (laughs) I didn't say the secret from a different from a different company. (laughs) From a different company. (laughs) But you're not gonna be able to tell his voice. And and the promo is gonna be very racist. It was (laughs) are we doing that? I have no idea. Nobody, so, nobody pitched anything. Nobody, so, James, I have a question for you. Okay, you're, you, you're Ben, you're you're not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you what. Sure, but I want to get Ben's Ben's point of view. Does I, that, I know, but I don't want to tell them what it is. So, because of I course, but to... I want to know how, how, what Ben feels. He read the the pitch. I know. So we have a, a launch, James, of a new flavor, <laughs> and the launch is slightly racist. <laughs> it, what, slightly racist? What do you mean? I pitched it as a complete joke, but I loved it. But then Troy calls me. We're doing this. <laughs> How racist are we talking? It's just a sprinkle of racism. It's not like overly racist. Can you, I, Justin? Are you going to do it in your farm? So you have like a peach? Like you're going to no, be in your field. Too much. It's, it's just it's it's a little oh. it's a little racially oh. insensitive, but it's not racist. Is it like? I don't know. I don't know where to go with this, but I'm going to leave it. Well, we're playing on stereotypes. Uh, what stereotype though? Well, we can't tell you. It's no more. I tell you what. It's no more racist than The Simpsons. Okay, that's fine. Then the right? Simpsons, I was going to say, is it Simpsons yeah. or is it Family Guy? It, it's kind of you know, it's it's, it's Simpsons kind of esque. It's yeah. not okay. Family Guy. No, or right South Park. It's not South Park racism. <laughs> it's Simpson racism, right? That's South fair. Park racism. But Justin, yeah, Justin, South, get the really Justin's, Justin's frozen again. What the fuck? You back now? I'm back. Am I back? Get to yeah. fucking it's, it's film it. Let's do it. I think you should film it. Let's do it. Okay. I'll have to call my camera guy. I know. I think he might be leaving town today oh, and be gone on. for the weekend. No. When do you need it done by? Tomorrow. No. No. Well, no, no. Put that I'll, tell him to can- back. I'll, I'll tell him to cancel his trip. <laughs> they cancel your trip. I need your help today. Say go tomorrow. Who has going to pay you 150 bucks? No, well, we'll add a little bonus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the local businesses. You're such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> James, see how these fucking guys treat me? I do. I should, fi- I should fire does. I should fire all of them. You're all fired. Fuck you. Fuck it. I'm, um, I'm going to Redcon. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay. All right, guys, who places where? Is this for the Arnold UK or is this for the Olympia? That's the question. Just who places oh, where? It says it says who places where, and then it says Samson, Quinton. Uh, it must be for the Olympia. Quinton's not qualified unless he qualified on points. I think they're just talking about something. Uh, okay, maybe they're talking hypothetically. Samson, yeah, Quinton, Blessing, Andrew Jack, Mark Hector. I think Samson can be at the top of that. Samson, yeah, it's Samson, oh. really, probably. Wait a minute. Is Samson, is we talking Samson from the Arnold? Not Samson now. No, I think he's got 330 pounds. What is he going to be? Yeah. My, it might be. My, this is my, the sticking point with Samson for me. If Samson's conditioning is better than the Arnold, Samson could be as high as top five easily at the Olympia. Yeah. If Samson's conditioning... Three. Yeah. Samson's conditioning is still 
like it was at the Arnold, I don't know if he can be in the top five. He needs to not only have the size, but bring the conditioning with it. Yeah. yeah. If he does that, it's, it's, it's a fucking problem. The only limiting yeah, factor. It is. It is. Well, it is basically the only limiting factor, but it's a big one because yeah, I don't know if it's a conditioning thing where he can lose more fat or if it's a thick skin issue. Well, my concern on it is to get conditioned, does he lose his pop? Pop. Right? Yeah. Because like when he's from the front, yeah, like Pops, that's staying, the thing. And, that, that, and that's the whole point. Not everybody can get conditioned. Well, not everyone can get super conditioned, like say Ian does, whilst holding on to their plus points, right? And that's that. the art of, that's the art of bodybuilding. And that's the bit I'm curious about with Samson. Because okay, if agree. he can hold, then... I agree with you, but the top five do get that peeled and have that pop. So he's got to match them. Yeah, that, but that's the question mark over something. Because yeah. if he yeah. can, then then it's a fucking real issue. It's a problem for everybody. Everybody. Yes. Yeah, oh, I yeah. agree. Yeah. But he's got to... I worry. I, I don't worry. I don't know. I don't know if he's in that Lionel Baecki category or that or that Orville Burke. Well, he's, he is, if he you is guys remember, if, if you guys remember Orville Burke. I know he's black. He is I black. Mean, I mean, <laughs> you didn't notice. You know, it's a, some some black guys have thicker skin, and they don't ever ever get that. Like Andrew Jack, when Andrew Jack went on stage, he had that thin, like really polished look because he had a thinner skin. So if if Samson can bring that look, fuck, he can. But he I can, think he could be the best but, out of this line here. But here's the thing: I think Andrew at Texas, I fucking hate having to. It's almost like I'm terrified to say his name now because of I'm gonna say what you gotta story. say, man. Who cares? <laughs> but, but 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 if you take Samson at the Arnold and you take Andrew at, in Texas, yeah. it's a very similar problem. And I, I say Never problem off. because yeah, because it was from the front, it's almost like it's it's yeah, because Andrew wasn't dug out there. from the back, was he? No, yeah, I mean, say Sam, Samson and, and they're really comparable in terms of those two looks because they both could have been sharper from the back, the glutes and the hands, right? Okay, but uh, that's not really what I meant. I meant more like when I look at the skin on Andrew's chest and shoulders, for example, it has a really thin appearance to me. I'm like waiting, Max Charles. Yeah, almost like a Max Charles. I'm waiting to see that for okay. Samson. I'm waiting to see that like really polished look. Because if he yeah. can get, could like look, look at Ronnie Coleman, massive, thin, thin fucking skin. You could see everything. So if we're talking about Mister Olympia, we're talking about somebody who can beat Rami or Nick or fucking Hottie or Hunter or Brandon. They gotta have that that look to be able to overcome yeah. those guys. Yeah, so that's Do you know what I wonder with Samson. Yeah, I feel like I don't know because I've never coached him, but I feel like his is just a case of tweaking hydration. Think so. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. That's why I say I, I don't know do. if it's skin or condition. I don't know if it's skin or fat or, or what it is. I don't know if he's ever truly like had to like focus on manipulating well, work. Some people don't have to. Some people do. So I don't want to speak too much about some things, but I know that he is reluctant and steers clear of using diuretics. Um, okay. mm. That would be that would explain a lot to me. But that it's based on be, from, but, from from and again again I don't want to put words in his mouth but from what he told me at the Arnold just after the Arnold I was asking we were talking about how he peaked and stuff and I, I'm fairly certain he said he doesn't use diuretics and he hasn't used them since 2018 because he had a bad I think a bad experience and he doesn't like using them so but that could also that be because sense. Samson always has 
always talks about having trouble staying full for a competition. So maybe he's paranoid yeah. or scared to be like, right. Yeah. You know I, I, I mean? that, that's another thing too. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I've just always found the difference that there's a, there, there's, I know that you and I have done shows through odd where we've actually like a couple of days before looked like we've got no glutes and then tinkered with some things. Yeah. Day of the show, crispy as fuck. Yeah. So sometimes I, I just actually, wonder if that's one. Yeah. A lot of times I actually put water in on athlete. I increase the water with an athlete and their body gets a, drier and yeah. fuller. Yeah. 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 I, that's why I mean, I just wonder if, I wonder if Samson, it's just when he gets to that condition, if it is a case of maybe just being a little bit more having a plan with the water. Hey guys, how big how big is Mark Hector? Does anybody know what he weighs right now? He's pretty big. He's wide. He's very wide. No, no, but I mean weight wise. Does anybody know what he weighs? Oh, he's two seventy. He's, he's two seventy right now. He looks yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, because when I look at this list here, Samson, Quentin, Blessing, Andrew, Mark. I feel like Samson and Mark. I think Mark's a wild card in that list as well. Mm-hmm. Mark has Mark his own is- unique structure, so it's just what if you like, because he's got this yeah. X frame. Yeah, but then Samson's got crazy quads. Yes, yes. Samson, and that's, and that's Mark's, what Martin, got on, Mark's got shoulder width, but then but then Samson's got thickness in the quads. That's they kind of trade places there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be an interesting lineup. Yeah, would man. I would. Have, I would have Samson. I would have on, on based on potential only. I would have Samson, and then Mark and Andrew. Yeah, based and on poten- based on potential, Blessing. Samson has Mister Olympia qualities. Mm-hmm. Based on potential, he has a couple things to tweak. I think he needs a little bit bigger back, a little bit more shredded. Samson has all the potential in the world. So, all right, let's move on. Yeah, Samson's definitely going to at least win an Arnold in his career. I think. I think so too. I think so. I think him and it. I mean, it's a little tough because he's getting older. He's, I think he's thirty-seven or thirty-eight, thirty-seven. I think. Black don't um, crack, bro. He can go till forty-five. Black, yeah, black don't crack. He, he did. Yeah, he man. did start late. He did start later, so he can go further. Yeah. Exactly. Forty-five. He'll still be good. Yeah. Um, does the type of cardio matter as long as the expenditure is the same at the end of the day? No. Yeah, Anybody? So. No. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Really? As long as you uh, don't do a, 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 a I, I would rather do a longer. If if your expenditure of calories was the same, I'd still rather do the slightly longer one that's less in, intensive. Oh, that's a good yeah, point. Less, that's less, actually, in, that's less impact. Point. I would say jog jogging would be you know more impactful and stressful. That's a very good point. Uh, so type of cardio and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. Type of cardio doesn't matter, but as far as like what machine you use, but mm. I think the the duration and the intensity of it does matter. I think so. So like you can probably burn 400 calories in 10 minutes of sprinting right? or running really fast, but that might be more detrimental to your leg mass than it would be doing 40 minutes of walking on the treadmill yeah because you come out of that aerobic activity and you start to use glucose amino acids start to get uh, glucogenesis whatever the fuck happens you start to use other fuels you want to keep that i know i'm not too scientific but you don't want to be overexerting yeah ben you want anything to say about it i think it matters you think it matters yeah in what yeah. way can you explain i am person to person as well but mainly mitigating fatigue and the build-up of fatigue then then certainly yeah matters. are you saying type of what cardio? about like, even cortisol yeah wait a second. Yeah, even type of cardio I, I would say stairs can be brutal and very hard to recover from for certain especially a heavier athlete um sure. i think walking is probably a, a very very safe bet for a lot of people mm-hmm. um, but a lot of people do well on on the bike as well uh, that's just mm. i think I think the the stairs can expedite things potentially because it is 
it's a little more higher output. It's harder, but I think you can also get yourself into trouble if you rely okay, on it. Okay, but I, I just so. I want to ask you this though: Are we talking in a very specific manner with very very specific people? Because I I think on a general spectrum of like the average person doing cardio or the beginner doing cardio. It probably doesn't matter that much. I think I think Ben's referring yeah. to somebody in a contest prep setting when you're leading into yeah. a show, preserving tissue and managing fatigue, then these things matter. If you're talking about the average guy that's going to get on yeah. the bike, the stepper or the treadmill post-workout, I don't think it matters. Yeah. yeah, okay. And I would say this as well. I think, I don't think necessarily weight matters, but if you have a, the more musculature you have for your natural frame, that's when you have to consider what you're using so i think body, body weight yeah like like and i mean you can, i don't care if you're a fucking 212 classic or an open but i mean if you have a lot of muscle and you are trying to preserve it then you do have to be a little bit more yeah. mindful but also also uh, the, step, the stepper is going to be a lot more taxing for a 270 pound guy than a 200 pound guy. 100 yeah, and this the, is where if the 200 pound guy isn't naturally 100 pound yes you know, like, yeah, yeah yeah yeah, so yeah, yeah this is where um, cardio for me, say, say for James, for instance, let's just use James as an example, him doing the stepper for 30 minutes, even with a baseline heart rate of say 130 and it's consistent on the versus the bike. Yeah. The bike is far less taxing on your quads and your legs. Yes. Yeah. Versus the stairs for hundred well, percent. Especially if you're talking about coming in the day after a leg day and hitting the stepper. Yeah. It can be fucking, it can be brutal. It'd be tough. Well, I look at like, I used to look at like all the bodybuilders like Kevin Navrone, Sean Roden. They just used to go on an inclined treadmill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, Dorian used to just use the bike. Like I used to do the stairs and stuff, but I think that contributed sure. heavily to my weight coming down too much. Yeah. This last I, like, I, I, I do like stairs kind of early on in the prep as well. Sure. But yeah, they the put them out. Yeah. 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 See this whole, this last prep for nationals, I did the bike the entire time. Then at the end, I started going on walks just so it was easier. Yeah. I was taking my dogs on walks. What I ended up doing is going to these trails, walking. And then I started doing fucking hill sprints like two weeks out thinking I'm, yeah, I know. And I'm thinking I'm, I need to get ahead. I'm in my own head. I'm thinking I'm fat. And then I ended up yeah. running my, sprinting my legs off. Yeah. And I see my legs. We've all done it. Yeah. We've all done it. Yeah. And and Lee, Priest, like, Lee Priest would do like three hours of just a walk around. Yeah. But like, walk, again, right? It's just because he likes eating a lot and he was just do super steady state. Like he weren't ever. Yeah. 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 He just, yeah. Like he says it on the circles. Like he literally would have whole cheat days and just walk for three hours because he's like, it helped him digest and feel normal and feel like it's okay. And then yeah. he'd just do his diet for a week and then do the same again a week later. So mm -hmm. kind of the same principles as the skip loads. And like, it's been going on for years. All these kind of principles have been, you know, they're, they're not nothing things. new. They're just reinvented and reworded. Re reused. I'd rather not eat all that food and not do three hours of fucking walking on my rest Same, day. same. I could never be bothered to do three hours of cardio. That would just destroy me. My soul wouldn't want to be on the track. Unless I was out on like a fucking hike with Denise and we were up in the and, mountains. And also, I don't think I don't think any everybody can get away with that. I think Lee Priest is a very probably one of the millions, gifted individual. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. most most people in a in a contest prep setting doing three hours of cardio is going to wilt away. Absolutely.
Yeah. And not, not even just from a, a, a physical standpoint, probably no, like a men, well. like a mental standpoint. Yeah. Like you're going to, yeah. you'd be like, fuck this. Oh, oh man. Yeah. You I get fucking, I want to kill myself oh. after like 20 minutes of walking. I'm like, this uh-huh. is fucking yeah, dull. Yeah, I yeah, hate exactly. walking. So, Are we still and I can't do a treadmill anymore. I have to go for a physical walk. Like I have to see things and move past. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I think that's, and that kind of doubles back to what you were talking about. Keeping your, your brain in a, in a good headspace. Yeah. Like walking yeah, on the absolutely. treadmill in the gym post-workout and I'm just fucking staring at a wall. Ugh, kill me. Mm. It numbs you. Numbs you. Yeah, I don't want to be numb. I want to be. I want to get be... outside. Feel some fresh air. I love. I mean, I love prepping in the winter and going on walks. on the jump on, on cold yeah, nights. Yeah. Hoodie on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why you feel it. alive. Yeah. yeah. I hear that. Squad, you made it back. Sorry, guys. I had a business emergency. Um, it's all good, man. He ate too much taco bone. I just take shit. That's what it was. We're taking some heat on the new racist promo. <laughs> <laughs> Statistics are in. You're down uh, 10. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Which matters more? How well you oh wait. This is actually right. We answered this one, the other one. Which one matters more? How well you place or how good your showing was? I think how good your showing was for me now. Back in the day, it was always how I placed, but this now this year is like I'm like, if I can get images of me looking my absolute best, even if I don't win, I will be a fucking happy man. What if you won the Arnold and you weren't at your best? Then that's a bubble bonus, but Fuck I still it. look at myself and be like, man, I could be fucking better. Would yeah. you rather- I think it, I think it matters most how you look, but I think if you won the O and you didn't look your best, but you won four hundred grand and you have an Olympia title. Oh look, J O seven, J O seven didn't moan. Nope, didn't mind a bit. He knows it. Knows <laughs> yeah. It. What if it's he not, knows. What if it's just the New York Pro? What if it's like you won the New York Pro, <laughs> you got ten grand, and you look like shit, <laughs> or you could look absolutely awesome and be third. I'd rather look absolutely awesome. Fuck that. Yeah, I think so. Especially no, I think I think in that setting, especially if you're talking about building your career, I'd rather have an amazing showing and not win. No, give me the title. I'll well, I'll talk about a victory, bro. Give me the ring. Yeah. Give me the W and add it to my fucking and suck my dick. That's right. <laughs> yeah, one of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is this year going to be the best Olympia lineup of all time? No. No. It's going to be one of the big. It's going to be best. very good, but it's going to be <laughs> it's very. very deep. It's, it, it's the best in the last six years, right? Very Definitely. deep, very competitive, but not the best of all time by far. I don't think. What is the best? Of all it, time? It, it's up there. It's very good. What is the best of all time? Like 96, 98, 2003? Late, yeah, late late nine. That uh, that crossover in, from the late nineties into the two thousands was just. <sighs> But then again, people yeah. would say no because if you th- think about 2003, you'd be like, "Well, it was Ronnie and Jay, and then everybody else." So that's not very yeah. Good. But t- okay, but yeah, but oh, but oh one, oh one, yeah. you you still had uh, uh, Lebron, and you saw Dennis, Dennis you had, yeah, yeah, Dennis Wolf, yep, yeah. Dude, did you? Oh yeah, it was a while back that I sent round. Uh, I can't remember what year it was now, but it was Nationals. The top ten at nationals from like ninety five. Oh, it's like no. Before ninety like five. Ron, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was like, like ninety two or ninety one. Yeah, like Rodney, Kevin, Flex, yeah, Dennis, yeah. but nationals. I was like one person won, and the rest lot. Like I'm like, holy fuck! There's you know what I think that, that you know what I think that is though. That's a, that's a symptom of men's physique and men and classic. Yes, there is so think- much. There's so much talent diluted into these other divisions. Yeah. Like the, there's so many guys. That are in classic. That if they put on twenty pounds, be fucking phenomenal bodybuilders. I it could really yeah, yeah, yeah. increase the depth of open bodybuilding. But because if you look at it. if you look at the 
90s or early 2000s, there was only bodybuilding for men. Yeah. There wasn't anything else. So if you had a decent physique and you wanted to be part of the sport, you had to be an open bodybuilder. Now, like now with men's physique and classic, you're like, well, I'll just be an influencer and I'll stay small and I don't have to fucking yep, be a pussy it. and fuck it. <laughs> you just call you just call the whole bunch. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But <laughs> no, you guys not. know when you're when you're looking at these national level shows or even some of these pro shows with these classic guys, what I what I usually see is guys that could be fucking amazing bodybuilders if they just put in two years and put on 20 pounds. Especially at like a na- at like a national level, I'm just looking at guys. I'm like, God, you're just not there. You're a bodybuilder. You're just not there yet. But I know Fred. I wonder. Same Fred has the same. Go on, sorry, James. No, I was going to say. I wonder. The thing is, like, devil's advocate. Not not because I don't think that. Because I think a lot of people don't want to put in the work. But sure. I wonder if some also they just have this opinion that they just don't like how open bodybuilders. No, are. I that's not. Yeah. Maybe you know that's I mean? their, maybe that's their preferred look. And obviously, we're biased. Yeah. We're open bodybuilders, especially now with opportunities that come from looking that way. You know, modeling. Some, yeah, like I, I, I've no. Like, I don't. I of, think. Wait a minute. I think I don't, people. I. I think people are in a rush to get on stage. Wait a minute. Yes, I don't. Wrong. I, can I, don't, I can agree with that. Time to build a physique. I'm yeah. not under the impression at all that these guys want to be open bodybuilders and don't ha- can't hack it. Right. I don't, yeah. I, I don't think these guys. No, want, no, no. I'm just playing devil's advocate. No, no, no. I'm just saying yeah. to 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 Justin's point of view. I don't think they want to put on no the weight. They want to be classic guys. Yeah. What I'm saying is, if mm-hmm. those classes didn't exist at all. They would have no choice. Well, we, would have a, open. we would have a deeper pool. Oh, but do you also agree? Do you also agree to me that the whether it's the chicken and egg situation, the classic class has allowed people to expedite getting on stage sooner yeah. because they haven't got to spend five fucking years to get up to two fifty two. Yeah, an amateur level. Yeah, for but sure. those two yeah, things. Yeah, amateur level for sure. But those two things aren't exclusive of each other. Like you might want to get on stage faster and not want to be big. You, those could be the same person. No, no, I know. I'm yeah. saying it, but in, in some yeah. instances, it played into that mindset of, well, yeah. I don't want to wait. I just want to get on stage now. Like, I don't want to have to, I don't want to spend five years. I do know, I do know a lot of people and bless them. Like, I'm not trying to be horrible that are like, yeah, I'm a classic bodybuilder, but they actually aren't yet, but they're just light enough to fit in that category. So therefore yeah, they're yeah, going to do yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, the bodybuilder in me wants to say, yeah, exactly. look, mate, like, I, I don't, I'm not trying to be rude. Yes, you are, you know, in the criteria of, but if you want to take this very seriously, you don't look like a bodybuilder yet, whether it be classic or not. So just because you fit, like, don't mean that you're ready. Yeah. That's or you're supposed kind to of where there. I'm at. Yeah. 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 Like, and I'm not being rude. It's just because, uh, you know, I want people to do well. I want them to do well. So if you're going to do well, take it seriously. If you have maxed out your weight class in classic and you still need five pounds on your back and your legs, you need to, take the time to move up. Yeah. You know, that's no reason to hold yourself back from a progressive standpoint, you know, unless of course you just have no interest in being, yeah, unless you're just like, you know, I'm fucking happy with where I'm up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then fuck it. Yeah. If, if you had one wish, what would it be? And it can't be for more wishes. Oh, I don't know. Cause that's just one of them questions. Sometimes I'm like, I wish I could live forever. Then other times I'm like, do I wish that? Do I wish I was rich? Like none of them are very selfless. They're all quite selfish. I won't lie. <laughs> I wish I had ultimate financial freedom. See, that's what I mean. Like, that's because I would do that because then I would have more time because financial freedom yeah. means time. And then yeah. time means you could spend more with friends and yeah. family and loved ones and that kind of bullshit. So it's I selfish, think, but selfless. Yeah. People look at that as selfish, but I think that that financial freedom could allow for a lot of like, yourself to help think, other people. 
Well, because people yeah, imagine are... how much you could go to like homeless shelters and help, knowing that you haven't got a fucking work and you got the money. Mm-hmm. Well, think about yeah, right. when people think of financial freedom, they think, oh, you just want to buy cars or boats or whatever. No. Which, which I do. I can provide I for my family. I, can... I do want a yacht. <laughs> I do want a yacht. Sure. But also, I want to just be able to go wherever the fuck I want, whenever I want, and I'd be tied to a job. Yes. Mm-hmm. I tell you, what, I, tell what I would do. I, I wish I could put like a had a dial on me that could just change my internal my chronological clock so i would stay right where i am everything stays the same but i take i'm 10 years younger so i'm 24 years old i have my son i have a wife i'm in this position i just wish i was 10 years younger and you, and that's you a good there? wish man sorry you stay there i i like my I, my life is, i like um, i'm very does happy. your family stay there too or they, they get older you can't keep no no, no they stay like no 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 i'm saying like Right now, I would tell you everything is the same when I just dial back. So I'm 24 years old and I'm sat right here and they're there and everything else. Well, how, everything, how old, how old you are you? Yeah, but, yeah. but uh, I might bring up, I've always dated older women, so it doesn't really matter. But she wants to you're gonna leave her back with me, but <laughs> yeah, no, but I would, I, I'd want like Phoenix or one. How like everything stays the okay, same wait. when I just have an extra 10 years to no, I want to 24 this has, again. This has to be more specific. So you're 20 specific. No, I was pretty specific. You're 24 and time yeah. is staying the same. But yeah. does but Denise and Phoenix can't stay the same, so they're going to get older. No, no, no. Phoenix is too. No, he, he's going to age from twenty-four. I, a, I, I dial back, so I, I sit here and I just wave a wand and I turn to twenty-four years old. But okay. I know my brain stays the same, just my body goes okay. back to twenty-four years old, and everything else stays the same. Okay, that's. Okay. I think that's pretty fucking accurate. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty specific. Uh, I don't know. Is that better? That's actually pretty good. But then if I go back, I still, I still have to, then I still need financial freedom. But I have some, I have relative financial, I have relative financial freedom compared to when I was 24. So I'm like, okay, well, I want, I, I like where I'm at. I like, I want ultimate financial Ultimate. Freedom. Yeah. Ultimate. Money to me, money, money to me is not my driving, money's not my driving force. It's not money. It's freedom. So it's freedom. It's not money. Freedom. I have, I have, I have the freedom that I want right now. Okay. Yeah. I don't. Oh, I hate that. Okay, so Ben, you were showing us some houses on Zillow that were pretty fucking incredible. Why did you laugh, James? Oh, because I just like knew you were gonna I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I want to get on my own fucking private jet and fly to fucking Tokyo tomorrow Fuck. if I want. That's what I want. <laughs> See, I have, you know, yes. I have I if you like, do that tomorrow, I'm fucking coming. I want to. It's easy to say. It's easy to say you don't want that, but like, yeah. let's just imagine you, see, you do do that. Do you see the real then, reaction? Do you see the real reaction? James is like, I'm coming. That's the it, real yeah. Oh, yeah. You do that tomorrow. I'm coming. So that's why, for, that's what financial freedom means to me. I woke up tomorrow, I had a coffee. I'm like, you know what? I think Tokyo sounds good today. And I go get on a plane, whether it's mine or somebody else's, whatever, and just fly to Tokyo and hang out for a week and then fly Ooh. back when I'm done. I want to learn how to sword fight. And me- I'm going to hire the, the most proficient <laughs> swordsman in Japan. Exactly. I'm gonna, right. I'm I say take classes with them. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, there's a channel on YouTube. This guy called Abroad in Japan. He's got loads yeah. of followers. Watch it, and it will just make you want to go to Japan. He's got such good videos. It's worth watching. What, do you know? Do you know one of the problems that I have with being dropped into that? Like, you can have unlimited money tomorrow. Is I like progress and I like achieving things. So everything I'm getting, Ugh. I I'm there's there's more to it. Like, say did, say I have. Did you not hear what I, I just said? I said we are hiring. We are learning how to, learn sword how to sword fight, fight from, man. From the most proficient. And we're gonna have a Horitanzo sword, and we're gonna yeah, we're gonna be samurai. Yeah, yeah but but to me, yeah. to me being able being able to just jump on a That's jet progression. and fly fly around and have that like That's just true. gifted to me, I'd I'd get pretty bored of it real quick. 
Fuck no, that. you wouldn't. I'm no, gonna fly you, to no, Italy no, no, no. and have the fucking best pizza maker in the world teach me how to make pizza. Yeah, there's, there's progression. I'm gonna progress in my pizza making. <laughs> That's what I mean. I, I am with Ben. Up, I am with you, Ben. You, on you this. would lose. You would lose clarity ah. because you constantly be trying to find something else to keep you entertained. No, I would just do fun shit. That I liked. Yeah, well, and, then, and then and then you were like, okay, I have to find something else now. Or or Ben, yeah, or Ben, financial freedom also means just chilling out with my wife and my dog and going to the beach. I could do whatever the fuck I wanted. Why would you not want yeah. that? Because to me, I've seen money do. It's too not much money. You're well. you're you're so consumed with the dollar that you forget it's the freedom that's the good part. Let's say there was no money. Let's say nobody gives me a dollar. There's no money in my account. Somebody just. Somebody but just says know, to me, you know what, is, tomorrow your bills are all paid and you can go and do whatever you want. But do you know what your problem is? Because because you have that way of thinking, you can't understand how someone <laughs> what, else doesn't. What's the rollerblade for, James? I'm just saying because we're going to go skating because of the financial freedom. That's right. <laughs> right. We're going to hire the but most my, proficient skater the thing, in the world. But the thing is, I've got enough skates for all of us. The, but hey, the things that I want to do don't yeah. require that much financial freedom. So there's the difference. I can understand the the philosophical outlook you have on this. I can't. But given the choice, I don't think any of us would turn down ultimate financial freedom. No way. I'm not turning it. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not turning it down. I'm just saying it's not a priority for me to be like. If yeah. You say I could do yeah, but thing, if, if like, it's on the yeah, table, you're like, you I, would rather, I would rather. Yeah. I would. I would rather have more time than more money. Okay. I that. Yeah. Way more. I, I would rather, rather have, have time. Than I money. would rather have the exact amount of time I have and more money because you know what? No, I would. I'd if you give me ten I, more I, years, rather... if you give me ten more years, great. I got ten more years. But if I have unlimited freedom, that means even if I only have fifteen years to live, I can do fucking everything in that fifteen years. Everything I could live ten fucking lives in that fifteen years because I can do whatever the fuck I want. To me, time is my most valuable and finite resource. Mm. Freedom. And, and, and also because I have a son, like, and not to play that card, but no, I want more a, time That's with important. Him. No, that's an important I want more time with him. I don't, I, don't want, I don't want more money with him. I want, I, he doesn't give ben, a fuck about money. He cares about my time. That's totally fair. That. That's a totally fair card to play. I don't have kids. So I'm like, you know what? I just want to be selfish and do whatever the fuck I want. If I had kids, I would be like, I probably think something yeah. that, and that's what i mean i think it's a different perspective because yeah, yeah. It's a no, I get angle, it. you know justin are you what's your ultimate wish i mean right now i would wish on this uh, big grandma a, I'll just, to be a good pro to be a good pro no i would wish <laughs> <clears throat> uh, i don't know Come on! No, I want, no, I'm here, Jay. Like, I want to. I'm listening. I wish, he's fucking around. I would wish for my mother's health. Oh, right. that's yes. Yeah, I understand. That's what I do. That's a you very see? so so so. And that's what I mean. In those kind of instances, fuck financial freedom, right? Yeah, but, yeah, of course. But but if he had financial freedom, he could probably take her to the best fucking doctor in the world and have. You couldn't buy. T- you can't buy time back when someone's true after that's a certain. True. Point, I've been there, you know? boys. You've been there for what you know. Hmm. You know, you yeah. know, and, and and that's why I see, that's why I mean, time is way more valuable than money will ever be to me. Way more. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I don't. It's entitled to it. I just want to fly to Tokyo. God damn it! <laughs> we need now, to go to. No, I know you mean if I had if I had more financial freedom. Yeah, there is a possibility that you know 
You could I, you're pretty you're Justin, in all fairness, not to call you out on this, but you're pretty financially free to the point where you can yeah. probably, if needs must, you can right now, but money but money isn't things. money is not the limiting factor. That's right my now. point. So For when sure. money isn't a limiting factor and you can afford to go to the best doctor and this and that, but the condition yeah. is to the point where it's like, hey, we can't do shit no matter how much money you have. Right. Time becomes Time. way more hundred percent. hundred percent. Nothing else would matter. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, well, the position you're in, I can understand why you say that. My position's a little different. Right. So, yeah. James, where are you? No, I, look, I, well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm here. I'm just intrigued because obviously, no, I mean, it's a where very are you on the, on the decision? You want more time or you want more something else? Or you want more, you want what? What's your ultimate wish? It doesn't have to be time or money. Be time because I believe in my ability to make a life for myself. So I believe that even without that assistance, I can make it a good life. Yeah, so therefore, time is fine because I have the tools. Huh? <laughs> You guys can all kiss my ass. <laughs> no, because because I have I do honestly have that much faith in my ability to create. Listen, so do yeah. I. Okay, let, wait a minute. So, so suck my dick for what? Yeah, suck, <laughs> suck my cock. <laughs> no, but so obviously we all have uh, ability to create because we all have, right? You have a so very good ability. Look what you're doing. So, yeah. So I mean, I have a business, I have a podcast, all these things. That's awesome, right? Life is not fucking easy. Like no, no, just because you be. just because you have things and you have money and you have some freedom and you have it's a fucking challenge every day, man. Like every yeah. like like Justin, you have your own business. Ben, you have clients. Mm -hmm. J, J, uh, James, you're competing. I mean, none of us See? live an easy life. It's a constant. I, we don't we don't have a job. Listen for, for one sec, just for one sec. We don't have a job where we go punch a clock and don't have to think. And we just take home. A it's hard week, weekends we take, off. And we don't have that. Yeah. We have every fucking day. I have to wake up and go, how do I make my business better? How do I make my podcast better? And it's every day is a fucking struggle. And it yeah. has been like that for me since I was 20, because if I wasn't struggling at this, I was struggling at bodybuilding. So yeah. in that sense, maybe you'll understand why my answer is the way it is. Sometimes I just want to go, you know yeah. what? I'm fucking done struggling. I just want to go live. Yeah. See, but yeah. I also think and that's I'm, why we, we cling on to the idea. Sorry, man. Go ahead, one or the other. Oh, you guys are both English. You're too nice. I was saying, <laughs> I was saying, this is what we've what had this that? discussion. We've had this discussion before where I said we all thrive in that struggle. And when you remove that struggle, we all get lost to go, oh, fuck, now what? And we find something yeah. else to struggle in and start yeah. over and progress it. I feel a bit of, I feel a bit of angst in my day if I don't have something. On look, if I'm not look, doing for, something for 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 a few days, oh, it's lovely. I've got nothing to do this. Yeah, day, yeah, right? yeah. You spend six months like that, and you'd be like, I don't oh. want to spend another day on a jet flying around. I want to fucking achieve. I want to do something with this. Now. Yes, yeah. you know, I get yeah, both I because know. I get I get also with how you would feel for because, for example, I know I'm holding these skates still, but I cling on to the idea of a time after where I'm free to be free. Well, listen, I mean, yeah. So it's not it's not. It's not what these are. It's what they represent. Yeah, they represent. Yeah. I put on my feet and I just go somewhere without a care in the world. That's why I said. That's why I said it's mm -hmm. not about the dollars and cents. If you never gave me a penny, but you yeah. said, "Don't worry, you're never going to have less than you have," but you also have the freedom to do other things. Yeah, it's not that I want a bigger house or more cars, or whatever. Tell me, I had the exact same material things I have right now, and they'll never but be taken away. Be, yeah. But I yeah. also have uh, the freedom Fine. to go and do whatever I want. To yeah. me, like, 
there's a lot of fucking pressure that comes with what like we're paying we salaries do. we're paying for fucking mm-hmm. people's lives like there's yeah a lot of fucking pressure that would be alleviated if somebody just said all that's taken care of you go do whatever you want like my dream is for one day for hostile to be a hundred million dollar company so i don't have to fucking worry or have pressure about paying salaries or paying whatever yeah, or keeping manager yeah and then, and then i can just go and, and live life like i don't you know i mean having more time is is obviously huge but i don't know to me with what i've lived through i mean every perspective is gonna be different what i've lived through in the last 25 years i'm like freedom is nice freedom and yeah, yeah. and yes there's no wrong or right answer in this you you do have relative freedom by comparison to the what to the majority of the world you know uh yes and no yeah yes and no yes and well, isn't, isn't there something like isn't something ridiculous more to like lose oh, isn't it like one percent of the population in the whole world earns over thirty thousand no 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 year, ben right? i said yeah, no, I, but that's why i said yes and no, right? what... so so in terms of uh in terms of financial freedom you're correct i can jump on a plane tomorrow and come visit you yeah, right yeah. i can do i can do and that what is it but also in terms of uh like ben would say or like james would say about shackles and bodybuilding as yeah. far as mental shackles I don't have that much freedom because I have to make sure the podcast has to keep going. The business has to keep going. The I think it is. Go. I think it is so, more so, about a, a, men, a mental shackle. Like you said, even when I'm away from my business, you're not I'm, away from your business. But, but Hey, but hey so here's the, one sec. Say it again, Justin, you cut out for a second. No, I was just saying like, even when I'm away, when we take these trips, I'm able to go to Texas for a week and hang out at Ben's. I'm still very mentally shackled and tied yeah. into the business yeah. so yeah. i am laying well, in bed thinking about these things i mean i'm i'm constantly communicating with people i'm not i don't get to you don't get to disappear off. you don't get to just disappear. Well, so so my points i think my point stands more you've i think you've backed up my point more that it's time that's more valuable because oh, you have God. the finances to do it because you don't have the time to get away from the businesses no but it's not about time. I can't get away from the businesses. I have to keep them growing. So I'm never. Able yeah, but to yeah, leave. but it's a, it's a, it's a, but it's a time constraint because you haven't got enough time to spare and neglect the businesses. It's not a financial issue. It's a time. Yeah, but you're issue. not saying I have unlimited time in a day. You're saying I'll go back ten years. So it doesn't alleviate my uh, pressures. No, no, no. That that was my instance. But when yeah. you were talking about what you want to do, I st- and you say, oh, it's not about dollars. I'm like, okay, well, so what is it about? And I think it's more about having the time to be able to balance the projects you have and take the time away from the projects. Okay, listen, whether it's time or money, my ultimate wish in life is to have, to be able to turn off my fucking brain for as long as I want, whether it be a week, two weeks, whatever it is, I can't do that. Like if me and Summer went on vacation, look at me and Summer haven't been on, been on a vacation since 2014. Yeah. If I went on vacation tomorrow for a week, we would have our laptops and we would be working yeah. in that. But that's what my point is. The, the thing that's stopping you is not financial resources. It's a time management. If you can't have, you can't take the time away. But Ben, I, I could mean. say the same thing and say it is financial resources because I had unlimited money. I would know not to worry about my business because I'd be able to pay everybody you and pay for all these things. Wor- you'd still worry about your business. Uh, not if it was, there was no financial fear involved i think what we have to understand from this conversation is a lot of this is more intertwined and interwoven than we are at first understanding a lot of it there is a connection between the two a heavy connection um and i'm not saying it's a clear answer because it's not because you're both coming from a very sensible approach but it's just obviously a little bit conflicting at the minute but there is certainly a relationship between the time and the financial 
Yes. I guess what I'm saying right now is, look, if if somebody came to me and said, your life is going to be over at 70, but you're going to have ultimate financial freedom from now until then, or your life is going to end at 90 and you still have the same exact amount of freedoms and pressures that you have right now, I would take option A. But yeah, I don't, but I don't have, that, but I don't right, have yeah, because what you've done, but, but I don't have kids. But you also, but you yeah, also, and also you've given yourself an option of two only. So that, that, yeah, the, the two well, but I'm just saying in the context very, of me and Ben's. But yeah, wait, on, on, on option, on option B in your current life to 90, you still have the potential to grow that business to a hundred million dollars and to true. still do all the things you want to do. True. Right. True. So yeah. it's almost like taking a guarantee. That's what, not a guarantee. And that's what James, yes, what James yes. said. He back, he, James backs himself to be able to get there with a bit more time on his side. That's what I'm saying. Let, well, listen, I back myself and I know we'll get there, but having the guarantee that we'll get there is very important. Yeah. Yeah. Because nobody can, gar- we're, nobody we're can guarantee also, their business. Like We're all also very fulfilled by the pursuit of generating wealth. That, yes. I, I do yeah. enjoy, and I do enjoy building my businesses and I wake up every day excited to continue that pursuit. Yes, it gets overwhelming and a lot of times you want to shut it off. But ultimately, in the grand scheme of things, I enjoy entrepreneurship. I enjoy building my brand, whether that's bodybuilding or business. I enjoy the pursuit and the chase of it. So I I do feel very fulfilled in that endeavor. So it is tough to say that you'd want to turn all that off because it is very fulfilling. If anybody's ever done it, they understand yeah, but you're not necessarily turning it off. It doesn't mean you don't have to be involved. If, sure. if you have complete financial freedom, it doesn't mean you lose your business. It just, right. means, you, you, it just means you have more opportunity to grow yeah. it in different but, ways. You know, I, both of us coming from a place where we did start from nothing and you built it, that means a whole hell of a lot more than like right now, if you had fully full financial freedom and I were able to just invest an infinite amount of money into my business. Right. So, so, so minute, say someone, that's a good example. Right, say, say, say somebody, say somebody handed you Redcon one right now, ownership direct. Yeah. Are you going to, is that going to, are you going to really fulfill you? Like, oh, this is awesome. No, but I have a better example for you. And Justin touched on this. If an investor came along tomorrow and mm-hmm. said, listen, I got a billion dollars. You can spend whatever you need to spend to make hostile, whatever you want it to be. I'd be like, Let's fucking do it. Deal. Because yeah. that's, the, that's the financial freedom that would alleviate the pressure of trying to build on a budget. Do you understand? So all of a sudden, all of a sudden. My business is where you. I say you have it. Wait a second, Justin, go ahead. Say that again. No, I was saying I am at a place with my business, businesses rather, that I've built it to a point that I would feel justified in taking that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've yeah. Because of what you've done to this point. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, you already I've, know that you can. That you already I've, know I've that you're capable of doing it. I've yeah. Built the brands. Yeah. I, I, I've got another scenario, and I think James will relate to this. I, I hope he does anyway. But when I used to play a lot of video games, mm-hmm. and I would like, and you you, you die because your character's not strong enough and big enough, and you build him up, you build him up, build him up, and then someone will be like, "Oh, yeah, but you can use a cheat code and make him invincible." Da da. And I'd be like, "Oh, awesome!" And I would do it. Thing. I would do it, and then the game because it was super easy, and I'd be like, Dude, "Love the now." That's not the same like, thing. Now, this is, James, do you understand what I mean? I, I like, think I totally know the feeling, bro. I totally know right. it. But if somebody were to give you a billion dollars to build your business, it doesn't mean it's easy. You still have to be very strategic. No, and I, can't be flipping yeah. about these investments. Yes. And, and that's a reflection yeah, of your hard work up to that point. Yes. That's a reflection of your, yes. yeah. So you'll feel justified, like you say, because up to that point, you've worked your ass off oh. to get into a position where all right, all right. So, 
Okay, but still, even to the point, say you don't use a cheat code and you build up your character. I played Skyrim, right? Just to be geeky about <laughs> it's not it. The I played same. Skyrim. I played Skyrim <laughs> business, and I built a character all the way Skyrim. Up. And then once the character was unbeatable and I was like smashing everyone, I got bored of it and turned it off. It's not the same. I like the struggle. I like the, the You're I still like gonna the, struggle. You're still gonna oh, struggle. Yeah, yeah. But having an investor like that came along and gave you infinite amount of money doesn't mean you're not gonna struggle to grow the business. It just means you're not in fear of losing it. Well, in mind, funds, how would you not grow the business in a real world scenario? There's a lot of people with money that aren't not doing very well in supplement in the supplement industry because they don't know what they're doing. I'm pretty sure okay, it's probably the same. Do, I don't know, but oh, yeah, you, can, do, you, like, can, you do know what you're doing. So I'm saying, like, why the fuck is that? Like, hey, because it's, it's still placing a lot of pressure on yourself to perform and to allocate that money appropriately within your business. So it's still a if game. You had, if, if you had unlimited resources money financial money ben there's a lot of we we know people that have supplement companies that aren't doing well that have lots of money sure just because you have lots of money doesn't mean your business is going to be successful that's very true that's that's their dumbass fool i'm not saying that's what i'm I'm saying it guarantees you but i'm saying they don't know how to play skyrim yeah if you if you invest 10 if you invested 10 million dollars on a bad strategy oh so what it doesn't break the, the business stays alive well, you're you right. There's less, there's less fear involved, and there's less like you're not playing chess anymore. You can kind of like make some mistakes. So I agree with you there, but that's part of it. Is oh, I made a mistake. I'm not going to lose my house. Like that part of that freedom, part of that lack, part of relieving that pressure, right? Is having that backing, having that financial freedom. I think we've, uh, I think we've answered this question. Yeah. <laughs> Next, moving on. Let's move on. I really do think we want. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. I think we have. Yeah, fair enough. The ultimate. Are we going to rate a physique? Let's rate a physique. Okay, wait. But just the oh. ultimate. The ultimate answer. No, is, don't know. Rate a physique. Yeah, is there is there is no fucking answer, right? Because there is no right answer. Because for everybody, yeah. it's going to be different. It's possible. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah, James. It's, it's situational for sure. James, why didn't you say this? You're usually the philosophical. The philosophical. I did say that it's perspective. I said it's all perspective. I don't think so because you kind of waffled on it. And you went back and forth a little bit. I never was. held a rollerblade and were like, <laughs> exactly. I said everything I had to say with the fucking with the skate in hand. That was yeah. fucking hit. That's like Prophet Messiah talking. <laughs> yeah. That's the tab. That's the stone tablet from fucking back in, uh, you know, the days of um, who's the one that held the fucking stone tablets with the Ten Commandments? What was his name? Moses. Moses. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um... Good bullshit. Should we leave it there or should we find something? Whatever we do, let's do it. Because I'm going to go for a walk in a minute. Ah, <laughs> in the fresh right. air. Are you doing... Te- are you doing I'm not skating. Walking. Are you doing 10-minute walks? Yeah, I'm just going to go around the block. Let's leave fresh it there. Air. That's good enough. James, we're going to let sure? you go for a walk because you're in prep and we've been on long enough. Yeah. Ben, oh. you're wrong as always. <laughs> He's just- a fucking joke. Always. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> Justin, get to filming that racist thing we're going to do. Racist thing. Okay. All right. Deal. All right, boys. Good talking to you. Hey, ben, see you. Ben, are we, uh, you good to exchange a phone call real quick if I call you after this? Give me two minutes. I got pissed, but yeah. Okay. Cause I kind of wanted to talk to you about um, a few things about Jasmine's prep. Well, are you going to, there's a bill for that. It's not free. Uh, well, well, free I, weed. I, then I'll call you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, I'm going off here. Fuck's sake. Bye, Good. bye, guys. Bye. Okay. All right. Bye. See you guys. All right, boys. Take care. All right. In a bit.
Thanks for watching. Please subscribe, share with your friends, and like the video. And if you get a chance, check out the description for all the different links to all the different places you can find Hostile and myself. And lastly, check out Hostile.com for our new line of supplements and all of our apparel and gear. Thanks again for watching.